Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. everyone what's up and welcome to the happiest podcast on earth in today's episode we discuss our thoughts and official rankings on each marvel movie starting from beginning to end that's right ladies and gentlemen we will break down each movie from captain america the first avenger all the way to avengers endgame and spider-man far from home for those of you that are new to the podcast make sure to find us on social media to stay up to date with all of our latest disney news and visit our website happiestpodcastonearth.com to check out our latest episodes, videos, polls, blog posts, and more. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can chat with us live before we record each episode and in the future find fun content inside the Disney parks. If you have any topics or ideas you want to ask or let us know about, you can email us at happiestpodcast at gmail.com or contact us on our website. Now, with all that being said, let me introduce myself and your happiest podcast team for episode number 59. My name is Jarrett Fenema, and I am joined here today by Lauren Del Toro. Hey, y'all. Mel Gio. What's up? Corey Benty. There he is. And Hunter Hazen. Hey, hey. <laughs> Let's go around the table. Your that was hey. not a good one at all. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my. I might need to gargle some salt over there too. I mean, I'll try. I'll do better next week. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go around the table quick so we can update the listeners of any news or information you want to get out there. So, does anyone care to go first? Are they talking about reopening some parks soon? Did um, I see that in the so Orlando Guide to Reopening Theme Parks? I did yeah. see that. Yeah, I did hear that as well. Um, they do have a few uh, guidelines and requirements that I did see for large theme parks like Disney and Universal. Uh, one of them was they will have to have the six feet marks on the ground so you can't stand within six feet of the next person in the queue lines, which that could cause some chaos. Those queue lines could be very long. Um, I did see mm-hmm. there will be phases when they open. Um, first phase will be 50% occupancy inside the parks. Uh, and then the next one is like 70%. Don't quote me on that. But uh, for the first one, it was 50%, which is that crazy. That is going to be the time to to get in. Is it though? If, if, it's, like... 50, if it's 50% <laughs> I occupancy, I mean, all right, you got to be careful. I don't know obviously. if all rides will be open. I don't know. They might um, only have like, you know, uh, like special event kind of how they have only a part of the rides open they probably might actually do something like that but we'll see true yeah um some of the other things i saw cast members will have to get their temperatures checked every single shift um and if it's above like 100.2 or 0.4 degree temperature they will be sent home uh obviously if they have flu-like symptoms at all they get sent home um what were some of the other? I thought ones? I saw somewhere oh. where they would require guests to be get their temperature too, or maybe that's. Uh, what I've been doing hearing like Disney might do that. Want to do it here? I don't know. 
Yeah, I've been hearing Disney might be doing that, which I I would almost think they would when they do like bag check at the beginning or whatever. Um, I did see they will have the uh, hand sanitizing hand sanitizing hand hand sanitizing. Oh, there we go. You got it. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer stations. Hand sanitizer. Touchless. Oh my god. Stations. All right, hand sanitizer stations uh, at the turnstiles and then at the beginning and exit of each individual attraction. Um, so that will be interesting. I also saw throughout the day at each attraction, cast members will get tasked to go wipe down handrails, uh, ride vehicles, everything like that. So um, we'll see. Again, there will be more. I guarantee there will be more restrictions and things like that uh, as we kind of move forward. And again, we don't have a set date or anything when things will open, but that did uh, get brought out today. So good job bringing that up. September's coming soon. I don't know. I just don't know if I'd want to go. I think restaurants will be so different. If it's open, I'm I'm there. Character meet and greets will be different. (laughs) I I don't care. I I hate it it in September, but if that's when they open, I'll go because I desperately need to be in the parks. I I will do it. I don't care. I'm tired of being in Jersey. That's true. (laughs) If flights are super cheap, why not? Yeah. This day last year, I woke up at uh, Bay Lake Tower and walked to the Magic Kingdom and watched Happily Ever After. And what I would do to be living that life right now. <laughs> well, you're here instead. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I love yeah, you guys, sorry, but I'd rather be watching Happily like, Raptor. Wah, wah. <laughs> Ugh. All right, cool. Thank you. Does anybody have anything else? You know what else is coming soon? What is What's that? Oh. May the 4th. And you yeah. know what that means? Oh. Disney Plus will be able to watch every Star Wars movie all the way up to That's Rise right. of Skywalker. We got to see available. Babu. May the 4th is coming. Jar Jar. I can't wait. And Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar. Oh, not again, Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar. You saying big doo-doo this Jar Jar's up there right now. You can, you can have Jar Jar anytime you want. We need to rank Yeah, but Disney I need to watch it all. Star like Wars in a, I need to rewatch Star it. Star Wars a characters. I'm obsessed right. with rankings. Uh, but anyways. We know. <laughs> um, I know. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry <laughs> to all of you that deal with rankings all the time. Um, but anyways. Uh, yes, that is coming. I did see a little heat though. I, I was reading something with Disney because they stole the hashtag May the Fourth, and everybody was flipping out because they wanted people to send or tag pictures of them in the parks with Star Wars characters, and include hashtag May the Fourth. And people were like, "That's crap that they're and, just stealing." Through in a, <laughs> we own you if you use this hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Right. But are they really stealing? You can't steal no, it. That's no. like a I mean, simple. Well, oh no! What happened was on their Twitter. They posted like a like a like a like we can use your picture or whatever it is. Anyone who uses the hashtag May the Fourth like Uh, gives up all rights to their tweet and lets Disney use it for whatever purpose they want. People are just like, um, no. (laughs) Yeah, okay. They changed it. They changed it to be hashtag May the Fourth and um, at Disney Plus. I think if you do both of those, then yes. Cool. Um, yeah, cool. That is coming up. I'm, I'll probably watch every single one. I actually just started watching and I know I'm 32 years old, but I'm watching the Clone Wars series. Gotta love it. It's good stuff. Catching up. Dang. There you go. All right, cool. Um, anybody else? Nothing. All right. Uh, last night we had our sixth movie night Monday. We're all able to watch Ralph Breaks the Internet on Netflix party with a group of listeners. Uh, thank you again to all of you that joined, and we were able to enjoy the movie with us. It's an okay movie. It got I a little weird it. at the end. It got I've a little never weird. Seen it, and I was kind of just it. like, yeah, eh. the whole big Wreck-It Ralph 
don't it was know. creepy. That, that part gets a little creepy. It's not as good as I, I, I'm a Wreck It Ralph apologist, so I'm gonna stand up for it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it was okay. What's her, what's the little girl's name? Vanellope von Sweet. Vanellope. She is. She's like a great character. I like her. I uh, don't Gullich. like Sarah Silverman, but I love. I don't either. Her. I actually don't either. But Vanellope is a, a really cool character. Yeah, she's like a great her. character. She's um, a, she is such a little um, bad bleep for oh. girls and princesses, and I don't know. I think she's fun. Yeah, she is fun. Um, blog update: Ashley Moser continues her drinking around the world series with a couple posts that she had this past week on our blog. Again, happiestpodcastonearth.com. Uh, recently, she discussed how to make a Canto Lupi from the China Pavilion, and which sounded very interesting. It was like cantaloupe juice and At vodka. first, I thought you were trying to pronounce cantaloupe. <laughs> no, the old cantaloupe. Say, cantaloupe. Say, <laughs> it is Canto Lupi is the drink that it is called. Um, from the China Pavilion. I've never gotten it before, but I definitely want to try it. Um, and then I've had this one before. She also posted um, how to make the frozen elephant from the African Trading Post, which I am very proud of you, Ashley, for not skipping the African Trading Post. That should need, always be involved with out. the countries. I feel like I always get the same drinks or like the same drink. I kind of do country. too. All you need is a margarita and a tornado and you're a doing margarita, right. tornado okay, and a tornado and a Orange, orange French drink. See, orange you just slush, you just said you want to you want to get away from the same drinks. But you just said <laughs> I just want these drinks. It's all we need. It doesn't oh mean that's what we want to branch out. It's just all we uh, need. Also, for anyone who wants to help me out, I'm starting to watch every single Disney movie ever made, starting from the oldest to the Are newest. Are you going to rank them? Uh, any but oh, I will rank them at the. I actually started a ranking, so don't you worry. There I need you to be keeping ranking. a stopwatch of uh, the time you spend as you watch. Oh my! I'm going to be sad when it's it's like a, over a year of watching oh. Disney. Movies. <laughs> We're going to be in 2022. And so I just finished watching all Disney <laughs> movies. It was great. Oh my gosh. Um, I will say, I know most of the movies are on Disney Plus, which is great. Uh, there are some movies. If you own them and I cannot get them, just mail them to me. I'll mail them right back along with a Disney gift card. Just, <laughs> just I'm like, oh, I'll send you some of mine. Hold on. I, I haven't looked to see how many movies I need to do that with. I just know Song of the South is coming up, and I've actually never seen that movie. I really want to see that movie. Where are you going to really find do. that movie at? You can find uh, it on I the know, web. I looked on eBay. That's like it's 50 bucks for the VHS. Going to break out the old VHS. I might. I might it's class. Um, anyways, we'll see. I've never seen it. So if you want to help me out, hit me up. Uh, anyways. I don't oh, yeah. know if YouTube would have it. It's kind of a controversial movie. It, I wouldn't be do, surprised. A lot of YouTube is controversial. That's a lot true. of YouTube is, yeah. Including the most recent Happiest Podcast talk about financial. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, today's episode is brought to you by Pixie Vacations. Pixie Vacations is a full-service travel agency that focuses heavily on Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line vacations, and more. Working with a Pixie travel agent is completely free. So if you're planning a trip to Disney, a cruise, or any vacation, make sure to visit them at pixievacations.com or contact them by calling 678-815-1584. Make sure to let them know that the happiest podcast on earth sent you. So seeing I just finished my Marvel movie marathon, and if you were able to join along, this should be a lot of fun for you. Uh, I figured now would be the best time to rank and discuss each and every Marvel movie in the series. 
Now, some of these movies I just watched for the first time, so I might not be the best guy to host this episode, but again, I'll do my best. So please bear Wait, what the hell? Does anyone else, Does anyone else hear that? Nah, I hear it. Are you guys screwing with me? What was that? I mean. What's going on here? Jared, you need a little help. Who's that? That would be the master of the MCU on the Happiest Podcast. Oh. When did you get here? <laughs> I'm always watching, always watching. Kind of like the Godfather. <laughs> oh, All right, okay. Ross. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> Jared, you want me to take this one over? Please, man, I'm struggling over here. All right, guys. Well, this is Andrew Bailey with the Happiest Podcast on Earth, and I will be taking over. All right, well, today we asked you, the listeners, if you guys wanted to give us your official Marvel rankings. We came up with our own. We have this secret algorithm provided by Mr. Hunter Hazen himself. We've got standard deviation, all those wonderful things going on. That's Thank right. you, Hunter. I'm going to sprinkle so some knowledge in. <laughs> so today, we're going to give you your rankings. We're going to give you our rankings for an official MCU breakdown, starting with number 23, The Incredible Hulk. Ooh. Not surprised. I'm a little surprised. I am not surprised. I don't think most is people it, have even seen it is the problem. On. Is it the worst because it's bad or is it the worst because it's old and it just has a different actor? It's not as old as Iron Man. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Iron, Iron Man, Man was, was first. first. It was indeed. Now, oh, the highest ranked on the happiest podcast team was Jarrett at number 18. That's right. The lowest being Corey at 23. Mm-hmm. Jarrett, why don't you tell us why you uh, had it? Yeah. Do- so uh, what's the main actor's name? The Ed Norton. Ed Norton. I actually, I Fight love Club. Ed Norton. Um, I actually love a lot of his movies and I, I know this one gets a very bad rep. Uh, and obviously Ed Norton is in no long, like is no longer in the Hulk after this movie. Um, but overall, I, I like to think about like, the climax of the movie so at the end you know there's always like a big fight or something crazy going on i actually thought they did a good job of the actual like fight scenes like in in all the movies like hulk when he comes out i just love like dude hulk smash like when he pulled out the hulk smash at the end like i think his battle scenes are really good and i actually think edward ed norton does a good job there is the one scene andrew i think we were talking about it where He's in the lawn of the campus or whatever, or yeah, where where's the uh, tank? And that, like, the in the middle of the movie, and that yeah. one was kind of like okay, whatever. Um, but the the final scene was like it was a fun scene, like it's pretty crazy. I I thought the graphics were all right. I didn't think they were bad at all. Um, and again, I just when I think Hulk, like, I mean, he's just a beast. Like, there are some of these other movies that I look at, and I know we'll kind of get into them, so I'm not going to mention characters, but. Some of the characters, I'm like, okay, like, he's okay. Like, it's it's kind of a cool power or whatever that he has, but like, it's it doesn't make me excited by any means. But when Hulk comes out, like, think about how important the Hulk is in every Avengers movie when they're all together. Like, mm-hmm. we need to release the Hulk. Like, so that's probably why I just I enjoy dream. the battle scenes. He's strong. He's, you know, he can't control it. So this one's kind of I I actually didn't mind the movie. Um, I don't, I don't I think it's the, the storyline. I know I, I had it ranked at 21. I don't think it's the worst. Uh, Abomination's kind of cool. I think that's the coolest fight you get with the Hulk next to the Hulkbuster. 
in uh, Age of Ultron. We'll get to that a little later. Mm. I think that's a pretty cool fight. I think the coolest thing this movie does is the after credit scene when Tony Stark comes in and talks to, at the time, General Ross, who will later become Secretary Ross. And you'll see him in Civil War as well as a couple others here and there. So I don't think it's the worst. I don't think it's the best. I, I kind of like it too where, I mean, you see the Hulk in the later movies with Mark Ruffalo or whatever, where it's, he gets a little like comedic and I, it's fun with that. But at the same time, I kind of like the Hulk where he can't control Like when he is the Hulk, it's just blackout Hulk. Don't go near him. Like it right. doesn't matter if you're good, bad. I kind of enjoyed that. I, I like the Hulk that way more than I do. Hey kids, take a picture with me. You know, yeah, just, like, uh, that was uh, kind of like, eh, that's kind of stupid. What is that yeah. professor? Is that oh, professor Hulk, Hulk or something? Yeah. Professor Hulk. Yeah. Even, so even, even Hulk kinda... in, even Hulk and Ragnarok, I wasn't a fan of, I just, yeah. I don't like them humanizing. You yeah. had him ranked at 23. You had dead last. You had the lowest ranking on the podcast. Yeah, because, yeah, you, you know. Explain yourself. Yeah, because back then, yeah. it just, it really didn't feel like it was truly part of the Marvel Universe, like the overall plan to eventually get to Endgame. I just felt like it was this random, another Hulk movie that was out there that all of a sudden then said, you know what, we should make this part of the bigger picture here. Um, because it just felt like if it was supposed to be included in that whole thing, Ed Norton carries it the whole way. I don't know why Mark Ruffalo was just kind of a shoe in. And I mean, I'm sure people are out there that knew the reason why Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Do we know what happened with that? Uh, A lot of it was scheduling stuff, but also. Well, Edward Norton's hard to work with and that became a thing and whatnot, but he did a thing with Joe Rogan. He talked about, he really enjoyed it and blah, 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 but he is a hard actor to work with because he's, he's a method actor. Mm -hmm. How's it? You would have been act as the Hulk. Yeah, he would have been a little too intense. I feel like for the MCU. Yeah, yeah. I get it. No, yeah. I, I real I like quick, the real quick shout out the Illusionist. Great movie, Ed Norton. Okay, the yeah. Illusion. All right, <laughs> love that throw in. Catch that next week on ranking all movies ever made. <laughs> love that guy. Uh, you, the listeners, had this ranked at number twenty-three as well. So a lot of similarities. Uh, there's only a couple on the actual list where we were kind of. A little far off from the listeners. Have people seen the next one on the list? (laughs) It's bad. All right. Which we will get to. Uh, Moving on. uh, Thor the Dark World coming in at number 22. Jared had this ranked the lowest at 23. Corey had this ranked the highest at 18. Corey, why did you you rank it a little higher than uh, everyone else? I don't think it's that bad of a movie. I think, you know... The Dark Elves, the whole thing, and finally you're starting to get another stone, you know, in the mix and whatnot. Um, the only beef that I have with this movie is in the climax at the end, the main battle scene. You're not telling me that none of the other Avengers at this point would show up, that this would just be for Thor to take care of, that no one would be there to, you know, assist in this giant spacecraft that's, you know, crashed into the earth right there. I don't know, but I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a terrible film, and I liked where they started going. This is where you really started to see kind of the trend of you know a little bit of more comedy in the Thor movies, and I, I can agree yeah. with that. I think I I have it higher than the first Thor, and I think the only reason being, like you said, mm-hmm. talking about the Infinity Stones, it kind of has like a greater meaning, right? But the rest of it, I'm kind of like, mm, I do like the little tie-in they do with Endgame, mm-hmm. but we will get to that. Uh, you, the listeners, had that at number twenty-two. Moving on to number 21, though, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's a little bit of controversy on this one. Uh, The highest rank was number 14 for us, and the lowest 
was number 23. Jerry, you had it all the way up at, you had it at 16. Mm-hmm. Why, why, what, what about Ant-Man the Wasp speaks to you? So I will say I have Ant-Man and the Wasp ranked higher than Ant-Man. Um, I just overall think what's again, I'm so bad with like the actors and actresses name, but the Wasp, Evangeline Lilly, baby. She's great. She is perfect for that role. I do love Paul Rudd as an actor. So like, I love his comedic part of Ant-Man. Um, I thought it was much better than the original Ant-Man just because I think the villain too, who was the, uh, uh, that was ghost. Mm-hmm. Ghost was the villain. The most, the who, most which, low what stakes did what did Marvel do? movie. She, she was the one. She had, she, she had, just her had a problem. So she, oh yes, yes. She had her twit. Like she kept, she kept well, phasing yeah. out. She would phase in. And out. It was yes. much. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how people voted this one worse than Ant Man. Honestly, um, I really I, don't because I, the the bad the villain in Ant Man is terrible. The Bumblebee guy. He's terrible. <laughs> we will get to that one coming up. Anyways, but that's why I, I actually, I like the the imagery. I like the special effects. I, again, the Wasp portion of it. I think she does a really good job. Um, but yeah, I, I think I it think wasn't this was one of the ones. For me, but. Hunter, Hunter had this ranked at 22, so he had it the second lowest. Yeah, I didn't. I think this is one of the ones that they kind of threw in to do some explaining coming up to, you know, Endgame with like the whole quantum, quantum uh, realm, 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 all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's kind of one of those like exposition ones. It's not one of like the first wave Marvel movies where they're being original and doing new stories. It's kind of like that, like, two-thirds of the way down the line or three-quarters of the way down the line where they're like, all right, we need to set up this big... They kind of dug themselves a hole and they're like, how are we going to get out of this? Let's throw in... I, I uh, liked how Ant-Man they got the out of it, though. I liked how they got out of it. I was really nervous because I didn't know how they were going to... Manage up. it. Yeah, exactly, oh, wow. because it was yeah. the first one after Endgame, seeing it coincide. But, like, listen, if you're one of those people that doesn't stay for the after credit scenes of a Marvel film, just... Yeah, but that's boo so, to you. Yeah, that's Not that's my biggest beef that. with that movie is I wish they would have incorporated that into the movie, not the end credit, because not everybody does stick around. Like I will be truthful, I I, I do. Like if you know Marvel movies, you do, okay. but not everybody does. So like, and that's such an important part of Endgame. Like personally, like I didn't watch this movie before I watched Endgame. And so, like, when he comes back out of nowhere from Endgame, I'm like, what? This made no, like, what is happening here? I have no idea. You could have watched Ant-Man and the Wasp and still watched Endgame and be like, wait, what? What is this? What just happened? See, like, I'm one of those people. I think that that's I, stupid. I think you need to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp in order to get Endgame because yeah. Big part. yeah, you do. But at the same time, you you also need to kind of see that scene. Yeah, and you might not have yeah. stuck around. And if if you don't, if you don't, then you won't get it. That's actually yeah. really also good. also if if you don't stick around for mid credit scenes after the movie, you are not a Marvel fan. You should just pack up, think oh. about things in a different oh, light. My shots hard and move. I don't on. blame him. I mean, I, I'm with him. I'm with. It him. is boring though to just unless you have those. like kids. I don't see why you wouldn't stay for the whole entire thing. Honestly, yeah. There's you, not really an excuse. You know yeah, what they do at this point. Even if you have kids, please just tell them to shut up <laughs> oh. and God. stick around because there's a mid credit and there may be even an I mean, end credit scene. They're who all had, PG, who had they're, it ranked the highest? Me? No, the highest was AJ 
at 14. Okay. So AJ's kind of near me. Here today. Okay. Yeah. So, no, we were all over the place on this one. We had uh, Hunter had the standard deviation on this. It was a 3.0 standard deviation. Yes. It's middle of the road. don't know. Hunter went just awesome with like he gave us fun facts he gave us standard deviation the average the highs the low all that good stuff so we got to give him a little bit if you need a marvel if you need a marvel movie analysis uh hit me up i'll uh, shoot it to your email yeah all right (laughs) what do we got next here (laughs) all right the listeners also did have that one at 21 but moving on to number 20 we have thor that's going to be the first thor did we skip one no no Number twenty. No, we did not. Thor. Twenty. Blonde eyebrow Thor. Blonde oh. eyebrow Thor. Oh, oh it's such gosh. a mistake. With Lady Siv and the Warriors Three, who you probably don't know because you probably don't care about. Uh, hmm. This one, another. It's another one for us at the podcast that was kind of like all over the place. Mel had it at number ten. Which blew my mind. Gosh. I had it dead last at twenty three. No, like no explain yourself. I, I, <laughs> I, I know why. I get it. He takes his shirt off, and you like Natalie Portman, okay? No, okay. First of all, I don't really. I'm not a fan of Natalie Portman. Okay, well, then you're wrong because she's amazing as Padme. I like Kira Knightley better. I'm sorry. I feel like mm-hmm. she's also amazing as Padme's bodyguard. He was also yeah. her body double, which is kind of cool. No, she's no. obsessed with Loki. Loki. Oh, he's what? cool too. I like. She's Loki. obsessed with Loki. Ooh, AJ, 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 obsessed with. Oh. AJ's obsessed. That's oh, why she has it so him. high. But the it's thing is, at that Thor, point, it's Loki. But at that point, my thing, Mel or AJ didn't have it as high. AJ had it at. Number eighteen. Okay, Mel, oh, just so just fun. shoot it to a straight, Mel. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. scene in this movie? Oh gosh, I like <sighs> I like so many so parts. Bad. I guess because it was one, one of the first. It was one of the first Marvel movies I watched. Oh, okay. um, it was like I watched one of the Iron Mans, then it was an Avengers, and then I watched Thor. So it was like the third movie I'd ever seen. And I love the part when he's fighting to get the hammer and goes through, and you see Hawkeye. Do you guys remember that part? And like, it's that is cool. That's yeah. honestly the highlight of the entire thing. And he's just completely defeated and like falls in the mud. And it's just like, I just loved that moment. It was a really cool action shot. And it's a cool way to kind of introduce characters on the side. So I like the movie. I know people don't. And I really wish he didn't have blonde eyebrows. But All right. And now I'm going to tell you why Mel's wrong. <laughs> Shut oh, up. Yes. Andrew had this rank last. <laughs> I believe. you're going to tell us I why you disagree. That's <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everyone's entitled to their wrong opinions. Um, I had it at 23 because, first Good of all, man. the blonde eyebrows throws me off like crazy. They were really bad. Did they I'm not awesome. have a test screening? I mean, I, come oh, on. Here's my thing with all of this. So until even Avengers a little bit was paramount. So like all the way up to, I think it was either Thor, the dark world or Iron Man three. The first bit of it was shot by Paramount. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice that because Disney officially purchased them when Avengers came out and then they were the official producers or whatever it was, but Paramount just doesn't do as good of a job with some of the more abstract characters. Thor's a hard character to get right. I mean, I really, really think that. The blonde eyebrows, again, just horrendous because obviously there wasn't a screen test. Care, they're not that, they're kind of forgettable. Honestly, if it weren't for Avengers, I don't think people would love Loki the way they do. 
Um, That's true. I, I mean, agree. They, they have Sir Anthony Hopkins, who's fantastic. Um, Chris Hemsworth does a really good job, but a lot of the characters uh-huh. as a whole are pretty forgetful. Even, you know... Uh, his friends are the worst. Lady Siv and the Warriors 3. I love Taika Waititi for what he did. We'll get to that, but like, dude, it's kind of just... The, the gatekeeper I, guy is the good. He's the best. Heim, oh, Heimdall's, he's awesome, Heimdall's awesome. But again, he gets really good in Thor Ragnarok. True, but yeah. true. We'll get but there. then I have issues yep. with Thor's character later too. Like I feel like they've never been able to figure out what they want to do with him because he went from super serious to where he is now. And I just don't really know where that is. Thor Ragnarok is where he broke out. I think of, where people loved him. These movies, I just think he, they couldn't knock it. Yeah, they couldn't nail it like where, what they wanted to do. With they them. wanted him just to be a god, just yeah. this. That's what they know, wanted, this, and then it's kind Asgardian of- god. You but know? think yeah. about if you spent enough time in another country, you would start to pick up on some of the cultural sure, things. Sure. With him, yeah. you spend so much time in Asgard in and all galaxy. these other planets and the galaxy and all that, and then you come to Earth and you become friends with all these Earth people. You go to parties with like people on Earth and stuff. You're going to pick up some of that yeah. and whatnot. But anyway, uh, this movie that is one, trash. Let's stop talking. All about right, it. moving on. It's <laughs> hurtful. We're dragging some of these out. We're gonna have to. We're gonna rapid fire through some of these because they're very, very just kind of like nah. The forgetful uh, ones. Exactly. Uh, the listeners did also have Thor at number twenty. This is where we're gonna see some differences between our cast and the listeners. So get ready. We're about to. Uh, oh we're about gosh. To, we're gonna hit our stride here in a what moment. What we got? Number 19, Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. Highest ranked on the podcast, had it ranked at number 12. That was AJ. I had it the lowest at number 20. Um, I think, who is the next that had it the highest? There's no way that Iron Man 2 would be at worse 17. than Iron Man 3. So A lot yeah, of us had it at 17. Oh, it was so worse than Iron Man 3. There's Mitch, no Jared, and Hunter all had it at 17. Yeah. Corin Mel, 19. Me, 20. Lauren, 17. So we're all kind of all over. Like, we're, we're pretty close with this one, except for Mel. Or, excuse me, except for AJ, who had it all the way up there. It had a pretty tight standard deviation. It's just not that good. The standard deviation on her was low. Was two point three. That's correct. No, it's just it's not that good. Uh, it's cool to see the introduction of War Machine, but like it doesn't. The best scene, Black is, Widow. Yeah, Black, Black Widow, Widow oh, is the yes. best part of that movie. Yes, yeah. just just because there's characters that get introduced doesn't mean the movie is good. No, I agree, but I think the thing that saves the movie from being really, really bad is introducing some of that stuff, seeing more of the Avengers initiative. The scene where he is going into the uh, why he should or shouldn't be in the Avengers, and like, we're going to bring you in as a consultant kind of deal, that is probably the second best scene, the first best scene being the on the opening scene. When he comes mm. down into the Stark Expo, I think the whole thing about him discovering a new element, I think, is kind of lame. I think the whole motivation was that when he was like drunk inside the party, and he like, yeah, yeah. yeah I just I thought that was it, all kind of corny. It's kind of sad. It's depressing. It's, it is, but it, Corey so, seems to be slowly. Right, Corey, what do you got? Corey, what do you got? What, what, this, what do you, look, this movie was oh. on point. Okay, you got Mickey Rourke who plays obviously, you know. The family that got screwed over and sentenced to the you know the Russian death of you know, how like, many MCU bad guys do we have that got screwed over? Yeah, by the sure, I know. Yeah, but sure. But then you've got Sam Rockwell who comes in as Justin Hammer, 
He is it's such so a good character no. in that movie. He's pretty corny. I it's will disagree so with that. No, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, so I don't. I don't. I'm with Corey. He's so it. good. You got, like I said, you, you bring in, as we just talked about, you bring in Black Widow. Uh, okay, obviously, you know, there's not a lot of stake at the end. It kind of feels whatever, but there's a great rescue scene of Pepper Potts at the end. There's some great scenes with Iron Man throughout the whole thing. Him rediscovering, I, I like it. He kind of pulls out the Disney Epcot board and finds, you know, you know Howard Stark's yeah, way of like doing that. it. That was cool. But when we, get to, when we get to Iron Man three, though, I mean, come when they're on. in court, that Mickey guy, like that, it was so stupid. No, like they tried I, so hard the to be funny with that. It's not fun. Like I like it. That court like case it. was that would never happen. <laughs> I, think, I think it's good. I think the best part is the only line I remember the bad guy saying is "Where is my bird." The whole entire. Mm, what is my bird? Yeah. My yeah. bird. Yeah. Happy's good it, in it. It's guys. It's this has got that's, more no, power. It sounds no. like it's higher than number seventeen. No, here we go. Sorry, real quick, real there. quick. That last scene, the big like final battle scene. Sure. Nothing Lame. ever really happened. They no. dominated sure. the other machines that were there. Like there was no great climax scene at the end. Honestly. Sometimes th- people want that. They just want like an easy, just crazy no. explosions, hey, hey. just no. like, you no. know. I, I think y'all are missed the point. Iron Man 2 gave us Don Cheadle. There you go. Okay. <laughs> two. Okay. I'm going to give two highlights and then we're moving on. All right. Keep them way too much time. One, <laughs> I love what they did when they introduced Don Cheadle and they did it on purpose uh, where Roby comes in and he goes, he's like, he Tony just looks at him and it's it plays in very well with them switching from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle when he goes, Hey, it's me. Let's move on, kind of deal. Don Cheadle says that. They put that in as them actually switching the actors, not Rody being there for the actual case, which I really, really like. The second thing, they just threw it in. It's kind of cool, I guess, but like you, they did not have this in mind when they made it. So it's a complete shot in the dark when they say that that little kid that holds his hand up in the Iron Man mask mm-hmm. and he says, nice job, kid, is Peter Parker. They decided that that was Peter Parker. Sure. So I think that's kind of dumb. The listeners had Iron Man 2 all the way up at number 16. We had it at 19. But moving on to number 18, we have Captain Marvel. Lauren had this at number seven. How? Hunter Whoa. had this. At, that might have been an accident. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, you know, I'm just reading. Uh, Lauren had it at number seven. Uh, Hunter had it at 23. Yikes! I'm interested Whoa. to see this. Oh, this, one is, <laughs> this one's one of the more controversial <laughs> movies, and it did have a standard deviation of 5.2. Oh, it did. So very it's, controversial. It is a very controversial All movie. Right. So I want to hear both of them. Let's start with Lauren at number seven. What? Listen, why do you, do you, why do you love it? <laughs> why? I don't think I do. Okay. Let, let have me any just positive put points. a disclaimer here. Um, I am here for moral support. I love Marvel, but there are a lot that I haven't <laughs> seen, which is why my list might look different. So the bottom chunk of them I haven't seen. So if it's seven, it's really not really. So you haven't seen it. Losing street um, cred. No, I have. But I really have no reason for why it's there. So. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Great. Well, interesting. Great. This is not one of the. This is not one of the ones <laughs> that I can fight for. So, all right. Um, all right. All right. But I do want to hear this oh, one because yeah. seeing it is who, is who liked it. Who liked I'm going to go. I mean, Corey had it at number thirteen. He had it okay. second highest. Give us what you got. That's high. You know what I really like, especially in the Marvel universe, is when a Marvel movie really ties in to the Marvel universe. Um, did I really care for Brie Larson at first and, and a lot of the writing in this film, especially in the beginning? No. 
but I did like the whole fact of going back in the past, the way this movie was kind of structured in it with the scrolls, Ben Mendelsohn, um, especially by the point where when you really get to the climax towards the end, uh, it, I don't know, it just worked. It just, it had kind of almost, you, it had some guardians feel to it where you kind of got away from just the earth scene and the regular heroes, the regular people that you see all the time. Jared, I know you hate the cat. Uh, Stupid cat ruined that movie. Working, but, you know, I think it just. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh There's uh, some work for Corey. <laughs> Sorry, but I don't know. It just, you know, it, I didn't think it was as bad as everybody, you know, says it was at the end. Like I said, I think this movie just gets more heat because of the fact it's Brie Larson and uh, and whatnot. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's not that. It's 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 a good. Uh, the movie's good. It's a I good movie. I agree. It's a, I think it's it's and a it, fine movie that just doesn't belong. But it thread, yeah. But it threads everything well, and it kind of gives you everything all the a way little up, too you well. know, up to the Avengers. It gives you, you know, why the backstory and Fury and all that other stuff works. So, see, I'm loving this, Hunter. You had it at 23. Yep. Why? So it's Ooh. not it's not the cast. It, it, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's really not the cast. Ben Mendelsohn is one of my favorite actors. Rogue mm-hmm. One, he was Amen. like one of my favorite Amen. performances. Ready Player One, he's awesome. Heck yeah. Um, but it's just the way that they kind of shoehorn this movie in there. And I felt like I just got taken advantage of by sure. them okay. introducing Captain Marvel and the game. her completely robbing like the end game like sure. climax. Just, sure. okay, let me just fly through the ship. And it's like, Dude, would have liked Amen. to see a lot more like teamwork, maybe to take down the ship, take down Thanos and all that. But they were building up. They they kind of did it to themselves. They built Thanos up so much. They had to do this to make any sense of how he could Uh-oh. possibly be like overthrown. But all I, right, I, I on, just think on, Captain on. Marvel is more powerful when it comes down to it. You and faded it just, out. Yeah, solid. Test. I'm I'm gonna agree with Hunter 100. I think that's probably my, the reason that I hated it the most is because of how, and again, comics, it might be like that. I'm not 100% sure. Someone said like Captain Marvel is the most powerful. She's not. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> she's close. But anyways, if you can just fly through a mothership, like, dude, that makes no sense. And we'll get to Endgame and, and everything. I'm not even going to try to talk about that. But I don't mind Brie Larson and like playing that role. I just don't like, I don't like how powerful she is. Like, Anybody who can just fly through mothership, like what? What's going to ever defeat her? Honestly, there's nothing. Yeah, Mel, what do you got on this, real quick? All right, to give a defense to Captain Marvel as a female, she's one of like the coolest superheroes we could possibly get. She's and a baller. Said, guys, always saving the day. And for when she went, I'm going to crash the dang ship. Watch me do it. So I mean, yeah, she is that's a baller. Cool. Don't get me wrong. If there's one thing I can say, like, yeah, do I think it was like kind of a cop out, 100%? But like. Hey, that's kind of cool. And it's just, and yeah. this is another one where, again, at the end, who's the main villain? Thanos. No, this is not really not at the end of Captain <laughs> oh, Marvel. Or Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. it's it's the Kree. It's it's yeah, the so Kree I guess, guy. He's. It's, I guess technically it's Ronan. That or was it's the, stupid. The that was a great whatever. climax scene at the end. I, again, I look for like a cool. They, they like threw in. I had no chance against Captain I feel like it was a movie just for exposition. But I mean, if it was like made on its like completely on its own and didn't tie in, I feel like it would have been an all right movie. But I just I, didn't I think like, you're right. If they would have introduced her at the right time, it would have been great. Well, I just felt like Disney knew what they were doing. They knew they're introducing her and 
they just did it to us and we had to take it and yeah. that's all we got. And that okay. stupid cat. Well, we can talk about the cat. Nick Fury getting scratched his eye out at the end is the stupidest scene. This Maybe badass guy has a this, has an eye patch. And, and an as you patch. can tell here on the it's Happiest the Podcast, it is definitely the most controversial. <laughs> okay, move on. Pull the reins back. High standard no, Definitely agree with everyone on this. Probably should have thrown in uh, Scar the Witch movie over a Captain Marvel because I think she's far more powerful and yes. just even in the comics she is. But you, the listeners, also have this ranked at number 18. But moving on to number 17, super quick, we have Ant-Man. Lauren had it all the way at number five. We can't really trust her. Oh, we oh no, I actually her. really do love her. Okay. Okay. believe her in this one. <laughs> I, want to, I want to hear it. And then Mel had it at 20. Super quick. Please don't, what do you don't got, ask Lauren? me to defend this movie. All right, um, Mel versus go Lauren. Go. Let's hear. Wow. It's a girl's podcast. Go. This is not a girl's podcast. Um, I don't know. I just really love this movie. It's one of the ones that stood out to me that really one of my first ones that really got me loving Marvel movies. So I don't think there's really like a one way or another. I think I just have more of an emotional attachment to it. Also, I love Paul Rudd, but that's not why it's up there. I just think this was one of the first ones that got me like hooked. Like I would watch them with my dad, but this one I think I watched on my own and I was like, okay, I'm into this universe thing. So I think it's more of an emotional attachment to me that I would prefer to watch this over some of them. When it ranked the worst. And I think I had it. I think Uh, I uh, love if you look at like my top ones, other than like the, some of the obvious ones, I like the more comedic lighthearted Marvel movies, I think. Mm, yeah, and and this is definitely one of them. Um, Cause sometimes they get a little too much for me to remember what's going on. Um, mm. <laughs> and this one, this one's not like that. So I think that's why. Cool. It's Mel, awesome. you had a number 20 at the lowest. Why? Okay. So I'm kind of the opposite of her where sometimes I don't like, they get like too comedic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, because I like things like Thor, where it was a lot more serious. You know what I mean? So maybe that's part of it. But also, I just thought the villain was boring. The jokes were funny. I like Paul Rudd, but I was like, I'd rather just go put on Iron Man. Like, why am I watching this right now? I think the second one helped the story so much more in a whole sense than the first one. Like, I enjoyed the second one more, I think, weirdly enough. So thinking back on it. I think the second one's better. I agree with you. Thinking Uh, back on it, I know I ranked it lower, but I think actually the second one made more sense in the whole Marvel universe than the first one. So just not my favorite. I think it overall, it's a funny kind of good comic book movie. I don't think it's anything special. I think it's a good way to introduce Ant-Man. I think the villain was weak, all that good Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, You, the listeners, had that at number 19. So two below us. Still still kind of close, though. Uh, But coming in at number 16, we have Iron Man 3. Uh, the highest ranked on the podcast was AJ with number eight. The lowest was Corey at 22. Corey, why do you have it so low? Guys, this movie is extremely low. This movie is so stupid. It is so stupid from top to bottom. What I hate most. Okay, cool. You bring in Guy Pierce, Aldrich, uh, Killian. He's got a really cool concept, but by the end of this movie and you've got Pepper Potts to the extent of her body is this, fire-breathing dragon concept type of thing. I don't know. I I just find it so stupid. You bring in Ben Kingsley to play the Mandarin, and then you totally have this 180 of, gotcha, fake, he's an actor. Okay, now I'm duped again. And then what was my other uh, point that I hated? Oh, I hate the kid. This, the kid is the stupidest. Oh, the whole. Aww. I like the kid. The kid wasn't bad. No, I, I don't know. I just oh, I hate. Look, I hate boy. the I hate I hate the villains in this movie and the powers that they have. It's just, it's it's. 
this we was never the, do we never see those powers again is it like a one-off no, thing it is a 100 percent one-off yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know tony's destroying all of his suits at the end he's ripping you know he's getting the surgery that doesn't really get explained as far as i know when we get by they the time do we, it in the comics he does that in the comics just heads up yeah so but the, but he, but here's the thing what i don't like okay he he gets the surgery but the next thing you know he's flying through the woods in age of ultron and everything's totally capiche with his you know oh yeah yeah he's got it back which I, I'm like, wait, didn't he? But he's still Iron. What what are we doing here? What I, I don't know. There, there's just too much going on in Iron Man three that just ah, the cool scene. Yeah, him getting his house blown up. I love that scene. It's it's really cool. Is Tony Stark dead? That's cool. But then everything else, it's just it. This should have been even my twenty three to be honest with you. You know, I will agree with ninety five percent of what you're saying. Thanks, I man. think it's. I think it's a fantastic film up until they botched the Mandarin. Everything after the Mandarin, complete BS. I don't necessarily have a problem with the whole powers thing. I think it kind of goes back to your, I think it was you that said it earlier about the whole, like, where was everyone else? Like, why is it just Iron Man? That right. like, thought Tony Stark was dead. You'd think S.H.I.E.L.D. would send, like, Cap right. okay. or yeah. someone, something like that in. Um, I think that could have been cool to even build that relationship more. Um, I think the whole botching the Mandarin, who is Iron Man's, Top nemesis. Uh, I think that was complete BS. Don't like that. Uh, I don't have a problem as much with the anxiety thing because he's this like really like just overconfident guy, a little cocky, sure. narcissistic, all that. I think that's really cool that like, that works. like once that works all that stuff, I think it's fine. But then the biggest issue I have other than Pepper just kicking ass at the very end because that makes no sense. She has no training fighting or anything like that, whatever, unless she does some like boot camp thing on the side whatever we don't see that um i don't like how easy his suits are destroyed in this one because these are all upgrades from previous suits yet you have the mark six yeah the mark six that takes a full blast from thor's hammer and is fine and increases the power to 400 percent. and then you have the mark 42 which you punch and it falls apart which is just dumb just complete dumb. Yeah. I don't like any of that. True. Uh, moving on, though, you, the listeners, had Iron Man 3 at number 15. So one above us, uh, number six, or excuse me, number 15 for us, Black Panther. Ooh. Another controversial. It's yeah. another <laughs> controversial one. Lauren, you had this up at number eight. Corey, yeah. you had it at 21. Which so I feel like Corey and I have had this numbers. argument before. But yeah, there's, this I'm a middle of the road. I I'm, okay, I let me go last on this one. Okay. Okay. I understand that it doesn't necessarily fit well into the dynamic of the universe. I get that. I think but it does. Overall, I, as a movie, I think this movie is awesome. And I get it's a newer one. It's got like, I don't know, it's just like a whole new concept. I saw this one two or three times in theaters. And every time I just left thinking, wow, that was such a good movie. I just, I absolutely loved it. Um, I thought Michael B. Jordan was great. I thought... Who's the guy that plays T'Challa? Oh. Uh, that would be Chadwick Boseman from. Oh Anderson, my God! South yes, Carolina. that's it. Same oh, really? high school. He he went to the same high school that if you guys have seen the movie Radio, Radio went to. Uh, so, I have not seen that. Nice. So growing up playing sports, though, growing up playing sports in high school, what is happening? I played T.L. Hannah. So I went. I played the high school that Black Panther went to, and I played. Wow. I, I've met. I have Anna. met Radio. I've met Radio several times. Whole other happening? story, but that's anyway. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just think overall it's a great concept. I love the movie, I thought it was very well done. 
All right, Corey, why is it so low? All right, look, before we get the crazy controversy and the world hates me, uh, this film, as, as a standalone film, sure. This is a great superhero film. Uh, Black Panther in its own right, it's great. But when we're, you know, when I'm ranking these films, especially the Marvel Universe films, I'm looking for everything connecting to get to Endgame. And I feel like this film, it just doesn't hit the mark for me. I honestly, and look, here's the thing too. I'm a huge Ryan Coogler fan, uh, Fruitville Station, Creed, diehard Ryan Coogler fan. I think he's an incredible director. I just feel like this movie, Black Panther, with all the CGI and Disney and Marvel all involved, this was just too big for him. Uh, a lot of the shots, a lot of the visuals, it's just, it doesn't work. And how many more car chase Black Panther action scenes do we really need to see, especially going through, uh, you know, so was it Bangkok? Was it Bangkok that they did the car chase through? Yeah, and which, my real quick, what do you have against Toyota Forerunners? Is my question. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I love Black Panther in Civil War. I think his character is so cool. The way they introduce him in there, everything about him, except when we get to this movie, it just it just did not hit the mark. And I don't I don't know. It just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Black Panther world. If this movie obviously was by itself, I love it. But the fact that it's incorporated in the Marvel universe, it just did not work for me at all. Anybody a mid- middle of the road kind of guy? Like me, my, my I was myself? at the end. I was 20. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were, So you were close. You I were was close. close to Corey. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the same thing. Um, I actually thought the CGI, I I couldn't take it serious. Got a little a goofy in the last fight. Yeah, yeah I little... couldn't take it serious. Um, and I'm going to disagree, and a lot of people say this, and I do think this character, when it comes to a villain, was probably one of the you toughest. Didn't, it was for you like, that didn't like him. It was you that didn't I, like Michael B. Jordan. I did not think Michael B. Jordan did a good job. I just, Dude, there were Andy, so many times Andy Serkis was the guy. In the yeah, story. keep him going through the whole thing. Yeah, he was Wait, good. which one was he? Which one? The claw, Andy Serkis claw. is the one. Uh, it's Ebony claw. from the mountains and stuff. Ebony, no, Ebony no, no, claw. no, no, that's uh, that's I like him. He that's plays, he, he, he plays claws. Okay, I just I think Michael B. Jordan. There were too many times where I could not take him serious when he was trying to be serious in the movie. I was like, man, he just seems like he's forcing this acting like a little too much. But he was tough. Like he was definitely. I mean, it his strength compared to the Black Panther was great. Like. It was good competition, but I also agree with Corey as well. Again, when you throw this into the whole series, like I could have not watched this and I would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Civil War, when you see his dad, that, like, I mean, that whole part, like I get it 100%. That's all I needed to see. I totally get why he is Black Panther now. I'm good to go. That's it. Um, I think so this movie didn't need to happen. And again, this, I don't know, CGI, Michael B. Jordan, I just. The music was kind of cool in it and stuff, but like stand up for yourself, Lord. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Just I don't. In the corner, okay. like yeah. it, it, this was a love hate movie. I just don't know how you can say like it was okay. It, I just think it's you. You either loved it or you just think it's kind of pointless. I loved it. You hated I, it. There we I, go. I, I feel you. You know, that's like I said. That's probably that and Captain Marvel, two most controversial Marvel movies. I think that yeah. there are. Um, you know, I think it's. I think it's a solid movie. I think it is necessary for Endgame, or excuse me, Infinity War, and even yeah. Endgame a little bit, just kind of like seeing Wakanda, especially in Infinity War, with the big battle being there. Um, but you, the listeners, had that one at number 14. So one above us, again, uh, coming in at number 14, though, for the Happiest Podcast, is going to be Spider-Man Homecoming. 
Uh, Mitch had it at number 11. Corey had it at 20. I thought it was a really solid movie. I didn't think it was anything wrong with it. I thought it was a cool, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I think it is the Spider-Man that Stan Lee would have wanted, the classic high school kid. A couple things I didn't like. I would have preferred the more classic Gwen Stacy actual mj i love zendaya zendaya however you pronounce it like Mm -hmm. i i think she's fantastic in it i don't like that her name is not mary jane watson i i think if you're gonna do it keep it mary jane watson um but i think she's really good in it i think the characters are kind of fun it's a fun one and i like the father-son relationship with that uh cory you had it the lowest what, what what was uh what's up with that uh i'll be quick my only beef with these spider-man movies is they're just they're too kid boppy nickelodeon style they're, they're it's just i need i need more web slinging i need more i need dark i'm really hoping that in the next uh spider-man film that we get we just kind of get a little bit more of a i don't necessarily need a sam raimi type of movie but just give me a little more serious tone give me more at stake uh and just I'm ready for these kids to kind of get out of the, the school and just a little more mature on the, on the topics for me. Real like quick these as movies. well. I kind of want to feed off that. I actually enjoy that part because he's 15 years old. So like, I kind of like the part where like, he is a kid. Like he, a kid, he really yeah. wants to be an Avenger and Iron Man is trying to help him along the way or whatever. But like, he's trying to become an Avenger, but he is showing his little kid. Like he is a high schooler. So which, like, which works for me in Civil War when he's kind of, you know, joking with the older guys and in the, in the fight sequences and stuff i think just an hour and a half and more of it just kind of i don't know it yeah. just turns me and, off a little bit that's and all. the villain in this isn't great like no there's there's it's, nothing it's at nothing stake. great right. it's it, i think it sets up a sinister six but i'm telling you right now for all you sam yeah. raimi fans all you amazing spider-man fans go watch the sam raimi one especially the first one it is comical how bad it is if you really sit and watch it spider-man 2 is good I think it's a pretty cool introduction standalone movie. Uh, you, the listeners, had it at number eight. Going in at number 13. Quick, quick oh, point on it. Good. Quick hey, point on it. Uh, Go for it. The Vulture is recently featured in the Morbius trailer for Sony Marvel Universe. They're setting up a Sinister Six. Which, yeah, the crossover for Sony to Marvel. Keep an eye out. Mm. I, think, I think that's pretty cool. It's hard with the, home, with the Spider-Man movies because the Spider-Man uh, sony disney thing but yes you the listeners had that at number eight coming in at number 13 we have dr strange uh mm. mitch had it the highest at number four he's not here so i'll take over on that one dr strange solid movie uh you kind of start to see after guardians one you'll see some more of like the actual uh pop culture music and stuff uh so he's like guessing stuff he's just kind of like this honestly he's a cocky a-hole it's kind of it's it's cool. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't make a lot of sense until you get to Infinity War and Endgame, especially Endgame where you get to see the Ancient One and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool with uh, not Morbius. Morbius is the vampire. Uh, what's what's the uh, guy's name? He's played by Ted something. The black guy. He's he's Doctor oh. Strange's arch nemesis, and I can't remember his actual his name in the movie. Uh, but I think it's cool how they set that up. Uh, da, 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 da. I thought it. Had it at, Dead I last. thought it was good. I had it at five. Who had it at five? I liked uh, with Urmamu, like the the Infinity guy. I oh, thought that, that part know, was cool. interaction was pretty sweet. And I feel like he had, a good, thought... he had a good character arc too. Coming, Being like total cocky mm-hmm. surgeon guy and then, you know, getting crippled and then going back. It kind of 
he starts in a different place by the time he gets to end game it kind of makes you endear him a little bit more mm-hmm. um, but overall i thought it was like a fresh take it, it felt original like when it was iron man two and three and the new thor and new captain america and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it was nice to have him come new in there yeah, yeah oh. i liked it yep. You know, you're 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 right on the dot with that one. I think I think maybe it's a little high, but you know, I, I, I will I will say that his scene with Rachel McAdams, like their breakup scene uh, at the apartment in the rain, is one of the best dramatic notebook human human. No, scenes? I'm telling you, yeah, it was just it was just so human. that that breakup. It was so real, and it was just if you haven't you don't remember that scene at all, go back and watch that scene. I have to go back between the two of them. I mean, look, I mean Benedict come. I mean, he's by far the best actor in this whole universe uh but what he does with rachel mcadams in that scene it's just it's a powerful scene i'm telling you it's it's good stuff also real quick because it gets overlooked go real quick plug for hunter he looks exactly like benedict cumberbatch as dr strange in about 20 years hunter you will look exactly like him i'm not even kidding every time i see him for some reason i think he looks just like jared i think you need to get your eyes checked no check it out next time think about hunter have you heard that no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I see so, it 100%. I, I don't know I, what I, it I, is. If, if it's his, like, it's, the, his actions, I don't know for the way he speaks. It's, but, like, it's something facial, about him. It's his facial features. Yeah, I, I don't know. Thanks, guys. Um, wow, you're making me blush. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Reeling him back in. You, the listeners, uh, probably the biggest differential next to maybe Spider-Man Homecoming, where we had it at 14, you guys had it at 8. We had Doctor Strange at 13. You guys had it at 17, so four, mm. four away. That was my ranking, so I know the listeners. Whoa. Look at me. Oh, oh, well, look at there. Point for Mel. Where'd you have Thor? She's the people's champ. Shut up, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to number 12. We have Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh Hunter, you had this all the way at number three. Oh, what? Warren had it as lowest at twenty. Gosh. Super quick, Hunter. What do you got? Oh my! No, I I like Far From Home. I don't know if it's because it's fresh on my mind and it's one of the newer ones, but I'm a big fan. I like Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio in this one. I think his acting's great. I I tend to lean towards the Marvel, the MCU movies that have the villain winning in the end. Which question mark does? Mysterio win in the end. We'll see. And then the return of J. Jonah Jameson, of course, um, is also an instant classic. But I just, I just liked kind of the the ride that it took you on this one. And then the special effects. I feel like, you know, short of like Endgame and Infinity War, obviously, because the stakes aren't as high, are pretty awesome. The Mysterio kind of scene where he's battling Spider Man and kind of has him in a trance the whole time is one of my favorite MCU scenes for sure. Yeah, I think that's one where they could have butchered that up completely. Like you see some CGI, again, I think like Black Panther, where if you could have nailed some of the effects and everything, mm-hmm. like it would have been beautiful, like absolutely beautiful. But I couldn't take it serious where this one, that fight scene and everything. And like, I always think of the scene in the bar or whatever, when he can, he gets him to turn over the glasses to him. Mm-hmm. I like that part. It's just like, oh my God, like. There are so many cool effects that I'm like, man, it's so hard to nail that straight on the head with like, there's so many effects that yeah. they had to put in this, but at the same time, they nailed almost I will say one. So my that one, was sick. Yeah, my one negative on this is that 
it's not scientifically possible for those like projection robots to do it on a oh, scale that they're doing. No, That's the one thing that kind of, it kind of frustrates me a little bit when I watch it, but I just give it a pass. I, I, I have one pass in a movie and that's, that's the pass I gave it. So yeah, my, my, put it a little high, but I get it. My beef with this movie, there's too many bridge scene fight scenes. Why is there so many bridge water big? The head, the those are the best, man. There's, there's, a lot literally, of there's literally three bridge scenes in this movie. It was, it, it's just, I'm like, <laughs> the guy likes bridges. All right. Can we not get something else? Other than that? We got a bridge over there. We got a bridge over here. And then, Hey, let's just do it across a different type of skywalk bridge. There's so many bridges. All right. All right. Fill that. All right. Lauren, you had it at number so 20. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> to be devil's advocate here for Lauren, I love far from home. I really, really do. I think it's a solid movie. I think I had it. Oh, I had Night Monkey. Just saying, I love Night okay. Monkey. So Night Monkey. Anyways, there you go. I didn't, I didn't have a second lowest, but with Far From Home, I think it's one of those ones. I like that it is a uh, where do we go now, now that right. Iron Man's gone and Captain America's gone and Hulk kind of because he's got his perm. Apparently, the whole arm thing with Hulk is permanent. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see how that goes. Uh, again, I think it's one of those ones that like you have the elementals. Again, it's another one of those movies where the villain is uh, his motivation is the whole thing about Tony Stark screwed him over. I mean, you saw it with Vulture. Oh, it's, it's, it's meta Tony Stark screwed him over. Every exactly. single person's got their own little story. I think yeah. with this one, though, it works the best. In the sense right. of like Whiplash, it wasn't really Tony, it was Howard. In the first one in Homecoming, it was the whole thing with the cleanup crew kind of deal, trying to make some money. I think this one probably has the most motivation with it. I think it really does show how uh, innocent it, and ignorant yeah. Peter Parker is. No, and it, it, and it makes sense having like, Tony's out of the picture now, so it makes sense that someone that was his rival is now going to try and see. Step I would, up and I would have preferred it been like Hammer. I would have preferred it had been like Hammer, okay. giving him the technology and stuff. But again, it's one of those things. I think the best scene overall is seeing Happy kind of become more of a father figure, and then uh, when he play, plays Black and Black, I think that's probably the best scene overall. But anyway, uh, you, the listeners, also had that one at number twelve. Moving on to number 11, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. And for those of you paying attention, this is the lowest rank Avengers movie. So we're getting into the big stuff. AJ had it all the way up at number five. Hunter had it at number 16. Is that I the lowest? It. You you had it the lowest at number 16. I think it gets a lot of crap for something that is actually a pretty solid movie. Um, I do think it's the worst of the Avengers movies. But this movie... There was so much fan backlash from the first Avengers that Joss Whedon literally had a mental breakdown and like they did reshoots and all sorts of stuff for this one. It does have my favorite scene in any Avengers movie, excuse me, with the party scene with the Avengers. I think you see them the most human in that one. Yeah, it's agreed. my favorite Stan Lee cameo with the whole where they have the war veterans. He's playing mm -hmm. a World War II mm -hmm. uh, veteran and they're taking like a sh they're taking drinks of stuff uh, and it was like age for a thousand years he's like he's like neither was omaha beach blondie he's like hey come here 
quit trying to scare us. And then he takes it and then he says Excelsior. I think it's the best one. I am a big fan. I think it is the scariest Avengers movie to the degree of all the biblical quotes that um, Ultron says. And all of that is 100% directed. Like, like it's like Joss Whedon's like, I need this, blah, blah, blah. He's a very, very angry atheist, uh, for those of you that didn't know. So that's where a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff comes. But I do want to know why, Hunter, you had it so low. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite characters in the MCU is, uh, is Quicksilver. And I just really don't like what they did to him in this movie. Huh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm okay. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Fantastic uh, Four honestly, the Silver Surfer was pretty bad. Honest, honestly, this one kind of just bit the bullet for me, being the last of like the Avengers movies. Um, it just kind of fell in the middle of the road, and that's kind of – I don't hate it. I don't love it too much. If it's on, I might watch it. But, yeah, I didn't see it as being totally special in my eyes. All right, cool. Anybody got any last-minute comments? Um, yeah, go ahead, Core. The way the movie starts off, uh, again, kind of coming off some of these other films where things were hit such a higher stake and it's kind of like, okay, we're the other Avengers. Age of Ultron starts off with all of them together uh, going after, you know, I just – I need, especially when you get to the Avengers movie, give me a reason why all the Avengers are coming together. Pick it up the phone. Hey, we need you in this one. We need you in this one. We need you in this one. There's just something that just turns me off so much about them all being together right out the gate of this film. It just yeah. irks me that I'm like, really? You guys all get together for that? But uh, in these other little solo films, none of you all want to show up for, uh, you know, to help out with, you know, I don't know. It's just. No, I agree. I'm not a fan of that opening sequence at all. I agree. Jared, did you have one comment? I just I I think Scarlet Witch kind of turned into one of my favorite characters and this was kind of fun to have her involved with the movies um but again Ultron villain wise was kind of cool I love the whole the no strings on me mm-hmm. that part was like oh man that's yeah. kind of like creepy cool mm-hmm. um but again Robert California is doing Ultron I just <laughs> Ultron as a villain is better than Loki. Hashtag change my mind. Ah, no. No, Loki is better as an anti-hero and the whole thing with Ragnarok, but we will get to it. All right, you listeners also had that one at number 11. Moving on to the top 10. We have five. Here we go, baby. I know it's been kind of crazy. A lot of controversy. This one is the one that I guess you could say started all chronologically. And that is Captain America, the first Avenger. Mel had it all the way at number three, and I myself added lowest at number 12. Mel, Ooh, have right, the we're floor. We're all pretty high, though. Let's hear what you got. Yeah, no, this, this one was pretty – this one only had a standard deviation of uh, – hold on, please. We all uh, a 2.7. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. I just, I love Captain America. It's one of the ones we rewatch in my house the most. I love his character. I love, like, every time I watch it, he just gets me. Even when he's, like, when they do the CGI on his little body, and he's just so sweet, and he wants to do his <laughs> best, and it's amazing. And then, oh, my gosh, I just, I could go on and on. But I'm sure all the girls love the part when he's turned into Captain America and he yeah. steps out of the machine. Oh, yeah. And Laura goes, yeah. <laughs> good. Oh, my gosh. She's just, I just love the character of Captain America. I thought it was a really good introductory story for him. 
really good ending, really good set off for him. And just his whole love story is so upsetting and it yanks at everyone's heartstrings. I love it. Peggy. Cool. I had it number 12, which is only too shy of what it actually was. Uh, I think it is the worst CGI of any Marvel movie. I think a lot of it is. As I said, I liked when they put his head on the body. I thought it was pretty good. That one one is probably the best, but you got to also think of the timeline. It's 2009. They don't have the technology like they do in some of the others. I think some of the ones in the first Avengers uh, isn't that great either, but I do think it does have the worst. Uh, Some of it's a little slow with their little uh, battle mission montage. That's where you really, really see it. I love the story. I think it's a great story. Um, I wish they would have done a little more with Red Skull. I do like it, how he kind of, it does show that he is on his own from the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not just their own little uh, thing. Hydra. Uh, I love Hydra. I think it's I think it's really, really cool what they do with that. I also really like how Hydra is a consistent theme throughout all of mm-hmm. his movies, as yeah. well as Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has the best... I think Captain America has the best uh, solo trilogy of all of them. Uh, solid movie. Great. Uh, the characters are definitely ones that you can relate to in the sense of like, well, the one they're, they're ones that you remember kind of deal. Like, you know, you won't see most of them in the other ones, but it is, they are those movies that you're like, okay, like they were good characters. And mm-hmm. like, I did like them. Even the banner between the super country american guy that was i know he's on desperate housewives and then you had the asian guy i really like the banner between those two i thought that was really cool but i did have it the lowest you anybody got any other comments yeah i just real quick i just i loved any of the marvel movies that kind of incorporated real life events when with marvel like the whole you know it's it's in the world war like we're you know we're facing germany and all that stuff but like when they can kind of tie in some of that to where you know what that's kind of cool that they're like i just i like when they blend those together where it's not just some fake war that we've never heard like oh shit this is something that you know not could have happened but it's it's a real life event that have you know it's it's pretty cool to me like i love that stuff um i do love captain america you get to see again his struggle his heart the whole movie he lays on the grenade like i think that's one of the coolest scenes ever when he just pops on the grenade and uh takes one for the team but his team too, I, I loved his team that he had with the, the bowler hat guy, the bowler, that's, whatever. That's the guy from domestic. Uh, Dem- yeah, uh, he's awesome. I don't know why I love that guy so it's much, awesome. the mustache guy. But um, overall, again, great movie. I, I think Captain America, when it comes down to it, I don't know. We have to do a poll, Iron Man versus Captain America. I wonder who people would like more. Cap, uh, no, I'm going to be honest. I, I, think, I, I think I'm I Captain can. America. but. So, when it comes to Civil War, I'm cap hands down. And we'll get to that when we get to Civil okay. War. So, gonna make so we'll have to pop that poll because I know a lot of people love Iron Man as well. But Yeah, that's going to be a really hard one. I think after Endgame, one. they're going to pick Iron Man. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think yeah, well, true after Endgame. But we'll, we'll, we'll get, get into there. it. But anyways, we'll there. All right. I think it's good. It was the first, again, this is the introduction of using that sort of technology to, you know, grow a normal human being into some crazy specimen that i think it, it i think it played well of all the captain americas obviously we haven't talked about any anything else yet so we'll get into it but they did a good job okay awesome uh you the listeners have that at number 13 coming in number nine we've got guardians of the galaxy volume two 
Oh. Uh, Lauren, you had this at uh, this is again another battle of the girls. <laughs> Lauren had it at number two. Mel had it at fourteen. Two. We're gonna start okay. with our highs. Okay, Let's sure. Two. So the way oh this God. quiz works is it goes which move which movie would you rather watch? And all the movies that you put it against, this is one that I want to watch. To me, the hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy movies are feel good movies. I love them. They keep me entertained. There's a little less thinking than the rest of them. Um, I know that sounds bad. That's the second time I've said that. I'm a very intelligent human. <laughs> but when I watch, <laughs> when well, I watch movies, I want, I more so want to be, have like that entertainment value. And like, this is the kind of movie that entertains me. Um, the okay. ego plot was a little drawn out and strange. I thought he was a little uh, much, but overall, I just think it's a great movie. There's baby Groot, you know, there's teenage Groot. It's, I don't know. I just think it's a great movie, and I would much rather watch the Guardians movies than any of these. They're feel goods to me. Um, they put me in good boots. Um, okay. okay. So I want to jump in real quick. I'm at. I had it at number nine. Um, the only things I have to say again, ego, like you said, it's again. I I always come back to the climax at the end, the villain. It to me, it just it didn't have anything to do with anything. Like I don't care. It's his dad. Like I get his struggles. It's, you know, but again, it has nothing to do really with anything involving um, when it comes to like Endgame and stuff. Uh, but also like the humor part of it is why I would watch it again. But even like Baby Groot, Teenage Groot, like I just, I didn't find it. Like it's cute, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of stupid at the same time to me. I just love Drax. Like I could watch this movie over and over again. Because you were saying, like, I could watch this movie over, say, Captain America, the first Avenger. I might think that that one's a little better. But humor-wise, like, entertainment-wise, I'd probably watch this one from. again. Because, again, like, Drax is hilarious. I think um, the guy, uh, who's the blue guy? Quill. Nope. Or not Quill. Quill is uh, who's the blue guy? Yondu. 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 I loved Yondu in this movie. I think he's funny. Like, it's kind of cool how they tied that situation in. Um, him at the end, like I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Like that. Part, like that's, <laughs> that's your funny. favorite like, line. That's, you have yeah. mentioned that. I don't know so why I love times. that it's quote. Just, <laughs> it's it's so I I hate that quote. <laughs> but it's a little, <laughs> it's I know you would, but it's a little too comedic at the same time. Like I couldn't put this at like a top five because they're kind of reaching a little bit when it comes to like comedy. Again, like the baby Groot, and like I don't, I don't no. know. But see, He's again, a like I said, I like He's the more cute, comedic I movies. I want it to be more get fun, it. and like that's just it. my vibe. Yeah. And I love this movie. I love it. I will defend yeah. both. Middle of the pack. I had it at nine. So good. Star ranking. Lord is my number one um, Marvel crush. So there you go. Which I. I mean, he almost ruined. He ruined the Avengers later on. Anyway, we don't. And moving on to number not eight. No, uh, that is a whole other topic that we can have another Screwed day. Screwed everything up. <laughs> no, you know, but all I'm going to say is that side of him that... Uh, no, that, that's later on. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll there. get there. We'll all get. right. Anyway, moving on to number eight, we have... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. You, the listeners, did have Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at number 10. Moving on to number eight, though, we have the one, the only... I am Iron Man. Mm, That's going to be the first Iron Man. The highest ranked Mm. was at number six. Yep. The lowest 
was Mel at number 11. Mel, why did you have it so low? It's actually not that low. I had it number 10. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I think considering how many there are, it's pretty high on the list, but I don't know. I mean, I do like the Iron Man movies. Um, they're just not my all-time favorite. I mean, it was a good starter film. It was fine. Obviously, maybe I'm skewed because I have Thor higher on my list. So a lot of people would not agree with me. <laughs> but I just, it didn't hit me the way that the other ones have. I think the first one that really got my attention was the Avengers. So this one was kind of boring to me compared to that one, if that makes sense. Like I saw Avengers and then I saw the first Iron Man. So it was mm. just like, what's the point, you know? But I know okay. it's good. Okay. I'm glad people like it. Just not really my thing. <laughs> All right, Jared, I also, also had it as 11, and I agree with what she said. Yeah. Hey! Jared, but you, Jared also had it at number six. Yeah, I'll actually – so I actually think Captain America is better than Iron Man, but at the same time, I think this movie – this is the one movie that I'll probably say, like, the end scene is – not great like i, I love the storyline to it all i love everything about this movie when it comes to storyline the first 30 to 40 minutes or hour or however long it takes for when he gets captured and comes out like that is my climax of the movie like that part alone like that is how he became iron man i loved that part like that is one of my favorite scenes ever is when he is able to create the iron man suit he's able to break out um, cause I, f I feel like there's, there's multiple kind of villains in that movie when it comes to obviously like the terrorists and everything. And then it comes to yeah, the Obadiah. Obadiah. Yeah. So, um, so again, at the end it's, you know, it's okay. I, I get, you know, the whole storyline. Uh, but the whole, as a, as a movie as a whole, I think it's pretty like you're into it the whole time. Cause he gets captured within 10, 15 minutes. And again, he's a cocky, you know, he makes these weapons, he's full of money, and boom, all of a sudden he gets captured. And I I love the storyline. I love this whole plot. I I'm I'm a little obsessed with this movie. I love Iron Man. No, I I think it's the best of the Iron Man. I agree with you on all that. I think it's really cool to see the whole introduction and all that. And I think the ending with the last line being I am Iron Man, I think it's awesome. Whatever uh, happens to his boy that's from the military? Does he ever star in any other movies? You're talking about Rhodey? The guy, the, the guy, the guy that he, yeah, that's Don Cheadle in every other movie. We literally talked. Wait, about you knew that, it. right? I didn't know that. Oh didn't my god, that's Rhodey, dude. Holy that was I, the I same guy. My mind is blown. Iron Man too. No, okay, so my mind is blown. If you have to cut this out, that's fine. No, don't Jared, cut it out. My mind is fine. Jarrett. So Keep what happened going. was, <laughs> I, fine, this is fine. great. Jarrett. So what happened? These was, are the stuff I find out. Just, Steve, hold on, so, hold on. Just Tyrese, rewind to when we were talking about this <laughs> about. 20 miles well, I, I think i was making Garrett, a drink just wasn't even there. all right so anyway dude tyrese gibson got rdj the job all right he was like no you like you guys really got to give him a shot like he's a really good actor just just give him a shot give him a shot and so he does and so tyrese gibson who plays roadie in iron man one made the most money come iron man two with all this success of iron man one which by the way was the first movie i ever saw twice in theaters mm. that is why like it holds a special place in my heart but anyway um come iron Wait, man who do you think played better well rdj uh, rdj you could not have picked a better actor for iron man he plays it no don Cheadle between, between oh oh between yeah. who do you think plays 
Um, War Machine I, better. Here's my thing. War Machine. I like. I think whoever did Iron I Man, know. I don't know actors' I, names, I, but I think, I think he would have been I better. I think Tyrese Gibson is a little cooler, <laughs> so probably him. But the reason that they switched him to Don Cheadle, because I hate Rhodey. I absolutely hate Rhodey, and I don't really care for him in Iron Man 2 when mm. he takes his suit. I don't really care for – I like him in Iron Man 3, okay. I do – I hate, hate oh, him dang. in uh, Civil War. <laughs> I think he is the worst character in Be Civil aggressive. War. We'll get yeah. to him. But no, um, so he got that role because uh, Tyrese Gibson wanted more money, and they're like, we're going to play Artie – we're going to give Artie J more money unless he wants to take a pay cut. And Robert Henry is like, no, because he only made five hundred thousand for the first Iron Man, and mm. the second one I think he made like seventeen million. A lot, yeah. Okay. And so, so, like, there was like a big thing with that, and so they were going to pay Tyrus Gibson less, and he had a big like hissy fit, and then they were like, "All right, fine, we're just going to get someone else." And then Don Cheadle took it for okay. less money. Well, I did not know that. Thank yeah. you for clearing that up for me. <laughs> People are going to be shit for this, know. but I don't care. Now I know. All right, now cool. You know. And now coming in at number seven, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier. That's yes. going to be second in that one. Corey, you had it highest at number two. Hunter, you had it really low at number 14. It's one of <laughs> really my low. Favorite. All right. <laughs> for really Captain Amer- no, for this, Captain America Winter Soldier set the tone. Set the tone for all these. Corey, take it away with number two. All right, look, I'll respect the fact. I mean, obviously, I know I have it really high at number two. Anywhere past six would just be doing this movie a disservice. This film is unlike any of the other Marvel movies. It's not a lot of CGI. It's very grounded. It's an action-packed just between the gunshots and the fire and the explosions and just everything with Bucky coming into this film, too. Um I get super, super excited when it comes to this film. Anybody who knows me, especially Marky Mark, he's with me on this one. Right out the gate, you know, he's jumping out of the plane. Was he wearing a shoot? No, he wasn't. The the the, the, the score is the score is so good uh, in that moment too. It's got iconic quotes throughout the whole thing. Uh, one of my favorite scenes and one of the best quotes in the whole Marvel universe uh, when Bucky and Cap are just going at it on the ship at the end of the movie, and he's like, you know, just do it. Cause I'm with you. I'm with you. The end of the line. If that doesn't give you goosebumps in that moment before he, you know, crashes down the water and Bucky pulls him back up onto the shore. This movie has just got it all. And I'm telling you, if it's one that you kind of overlooked or you haven't seen in a while, go back and watch this movie. I'm telling you, it'll move up your rankings so fast. I'm just super, super excited. So I have so many thoughts when I'm talking about this that I can't even talk about it. Uh, but yeah, if anybody else wants to jump in and maybe I'll, uh, let's let's uh well, let's let's hear why you i guess i need to go watch it again please do <laughs> you please do, do. Is this- although i will say this before you talk other than mitch Corey, you're gonna have a problem with everybody else because the next ranking besides mitch who had it at number three is number seven you know you're know, all kind of seven to ten the, look the fact that it's in everybody's top ten i'll give it that look as long as it's in your top ten i'm just telling you that this movie again it, i feel like it gets overlooked because there's not a whole lot of you know the other Avengers in this film or anything like that, but it is good. I'm telling you, just go back and watch it. I just go back and watch it. All right. Anyway, Hunter, take her away. Is this, it, is this the one with captain, like uh, not captain, captain America, the, no. 
Um, is this the one with Captain America? Is this the one with like Zemo? Is that his name? No, that's Mm-mm. Civil War, which is the only reason okay. I don't have this one higher. So, so I do. I, I that's what I thought. I like Zemo the most as like the Captain America villains and stuff like that. But I don't know. I maybe I just need to go watch this one again. I think I watched it when it came out, and I just haven't really watched it since. It never really kind of stuck out to me that much. Maybe because I was expecting more of the the grand CGI battle kind of stuff and it was kind of on the other end of it and it just didn't kind of strike that note with me, but I'm always down to give it a second chance. So stay tuned. I do think Bucky Barnes looks pretty badass in this. Yeah. Bucky's baller in this for yeah, sure. But I just, I look at my top six above it and maybe Iron Man could probably fall out like Captain America, Winter Soldier and Iron Man are pretty close for me, but I had Iron Man a little farther but when i look at the other movies like i i don't think i could put winter soldier above any of those movies but we'll it's get hard. into those ones it's, as well it's hard putting it against like one of a the lot of the movies. actual avengers being mm-hmm. together yes yes i think um, as a standalone movie i think it is the second best but we'll get to that and uh, real quick i of all the avengers this might sound bad but i think the falcon is the one that i can't take this serious at all I don't think the Falcon could survive in any sort of like it, it takes a while. But Falcon he, should he have grows, died. He on me. <laughs> true, true. That's fair. That's and, fair. And he's a big character in this movie. Fair. All right. Well, you, the listeners, had that one at number nine, so a little lower than us. But coming in wow. at number six, we have Guardians of the Frickin' Galaxy, wow. and I did say frickin'. Mitch had it the lowest at 13, so Mitch is wrong. Lauren, you had it at number one. I mean, are we surprised? I just sat here and no. <laughs> if, if, my, if Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was my number two, I feel like this one was coming. But it's basically all the same exact reasons that I said for the first one or for the second one. Um, it's just such a good feel-good movie. I can watch this movie on repeat. I think I have. Anytime it's on TV, I watch it. I know that I can hop in at any point and like know what's going on or... I don't have to sit and like, okay, what happened here? Which movie is this? I know exactly what's going on. Um, everything from, I don't know, the music to the characters. The, this is just, it's a great movie. I don't have any other reasoning other than everything I've already said. Did someone have it at one? Me. Anybody? Yeah. Oh, you did she, have it at one. She had it at one. Oh. I had it at one. Okay. There was a, a bunch of listeners who did, I think, too, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, because it's uh, it is number three on the listeners list, but mm-hmm. I do want to hear just you know I like playing devil's advocate and stuff. I want to hear everyone's got it really high. I'm not gonna lie, because it's a great movie. I just want to say really, it changed it, the pace. It was also, a it was a breath of fresh air. I feel like with mm-hmm. that thing coming out because it opened up like a whole new like realm of possibility. Like we had Thor, which was from a different planet, but like Guardians of the Galaxy, it really just opened up. The galaxy, but I'm <laughs> I think Mel and I both had it at eight, but I think the big thing with this though is we it's it's one of those ones that like if you didn't make this movie absolutely perfect, it was gonna flop because it was an old like mm-hmm. B like seventies B comic type deal where like and it's even in- more interesting knowing that like the first Guardians of the Galaxy comic star lord was not an original guardian like so the leader of the guardians in the mcu was not an original yondu was an original um and actually 
So the whole thing with uh, in Guardians 2 with Sylvester Stallone and all them, most of them are the original Guardians. So the ones mm. that are all ra- like leaders of the uh, Ravagers and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's like its whole mm. other thing. Um, I think, I mean, I, it did. It changed the game. Uh, for all you Captain Marvel fans, like Guardians 2 is the exact same as Captain Marvel, but it changed the pace. It was the one that started the whole more fun soundtrack. That's when they became, they, James Gunn it found the balance between action, seriousness, emotional, and just a fun movie. So, like, I and think you get it, people like me love it. Yeah, I, exactly. I was just going to say, this is the movie I think that if you didn't watch the other movies at all, you would still find a bunch of entertainment in watching this movie because of the comedy and the music. Yeah, and there's something and, for everyone. My, my yeah. dad and I, sorry, I just completely cut you off. No, you're my good. dad and I love Marvel movies. I'm not as like into them as you guys or even my dad, but this one, we were able to convince my mom, like, Hey, watch this one. And she's not into Marvel movies at all. And she even loved it. Like there's a, there's something for everyone that you can get attached to, whether it is the music or just the entertainment aspect. Like it's definitely just a more sure. overall. Yeah. And they don't, and they don't make two e-ticket attractions over a mm, lame true. movie either. Absolutely. There's a reason. True. Also true. true. Also I true. mean, to take Tower of Terror, a classic, and change Oof, it. It's bold. Like, that was a bold move. Bold move. It's, it's worked. So it sure did. It sure did. <laughs> like I said, you, the listeners, never had it number three, but coming in, we're in the top five now, people. We are in. Ooh, here top we go. Five. We are almost done. Home stretch. Coming in number five, the Avengers. Oh, right. Jared had it the close. highest at four. Mitch had it the lowest at nine. Jared, why is it your number four? Yeah, that's again, I think it's something nostalgic where this is the first time when the Avengers squad gets together. And I, I always just picture the scene when they're in the middle of the road, full circle, all the aliens are yelling, screaming, and they're just like, back to back to back. Like everybody's just like, all right, let's do this. Um, that scene right there is just ultimately like, oh, like I get goosebumps. Like, all right, this is it. This is the moment like we've been waiting for. Um, again, Loki, I'm not, I'm not huge into Loki as the evil one. I actually like Loki more as we move on and he becomes good. I actually like Loki a little bit better. Um, but overall, just when the Avengers can come together, uh, it's that was uh, I I get goosebumps in that movie. And again, I don't think any of the Avengers movies, minus obviously Age of Ultron, um, I don't know how they're not in your top five because it's just there's something so much more powerful when they're all together compared to a solo movie of Captain America, Iron Man, whatever it is. I so, feel like this one kind of got kind of got a bump too after Endgame even it kind of made you think a bit a little bit more about that final battle sequence like hey there's more going on here and it kind of you know alluded back to which kind of made it a little higher on my list than I would say before Endgame for Avengers yeah you also Um, added at number nine Mel did yeah yes I did Mm. I know I'm sorry I just I, I like some other movies a little better. I thought it was a really good starter film, but I like the other Avengers movies better. 
And yeah. I also like Thor movies better. So, you know, <laughs> oh, this is where we're at. <laughs> and I like my Captain America. So it's kind of like I just nitpick and pick my favorite characters and move them up. And, you know, that's where we're at. I feel you. And, and this is the one, this is the one where, again, I, something about the Hulk. I didn't think I liked the Hulk, but when he's in it, I, this is one of those movies where he kind of has that temper the moment he becomes the mm-hmm. Hulk. Yes, they're in the circle and they're all like together, but like you can see when he goes off, like it is, I'm mm-hmm. smashing anybody and everything in my way compared to the Hulk at the end, which again, we've talked about it, but I kind of like that part where Hulk smash. That's what, yeah, I think Iron Man says it or somebody. Hulk I, I think it's and Captain it's just, America says, doesn't he say Captain like, America just says it? Someone says it. Even, says, it's pretty funny. Even Hulk scene with Natasha when, oh, when he's chasing like, her that is yeah. a terrifying yeah. scene go back and watch that one when they're like in the crates and the staircase and all and he, he's changing and he looks yeah. at her oh my gosh you got to be afraid of the hulk right there yeah. here's my thing though sidetracking on that but like does everyone here hate the hulk and natasha thing as much that got, as that got, that got a little weird that was a little much and yeah. i feel like they were trying to set up cap and natasha in his second movie and then they just kind of backtracked and i didn't like it I'm gonna throw this out there, big guy. Natasha, what? (laughs) Nothing. Go ahead. Natasha probably should have died earlier because she doesn't really have any strengths other than being. (laughs) I'm being truthful in a war. That's a little. Any explosions or any time she should be dead, right? Um, uh, and Hawkeye has some insane no, powers. Hawk, Hawkeye and her should both have <laughs> and been Falcon. dead. Just take them all. You just like don't like anybody that doesn't have some kind I don't, of. I'm not saying I don't ability. like them. I'm just saying they should have died right away, right? No, I don't. She know. was a trained gunshot Russian. And dead. I can't. I can't. No. I mean, yeah, she's a Spirit. trained Russian. She's flexible and she can fight really well. But one shot to the heart, she's dead. Yeah, one shot to but the heart of any so of them, they're dead. Anyway, that's not true. Moving that's on. Not true. The Hulk got shot thirty thousand times. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? You get <laughs> shot with like tons of gamma rays, and you would be able to take. Black Panther got shot a hundred times. He has vibranium suit. Anyway, Iron Man got shot a thousand times. He has a oh, Iron suit. Man. You know what makes her so impressive? Thank you, is that, Hunter. That she, I'll take care of this. She definitely, you know, was able to avoid getting shot, unlike the rest of them that needed their suits to protect them. Just saying. There you I don't go. Know. And thank you, Hunter, for muting your blasphemous <laughs> Speaking good. Anyway, you the listeners on. had it at number six. Moving on to number four, we have Captain America. Civil War. I had it the highest at number four. Lauren had it the lowest at number nine. Yeah. Lauren, why is it so low? Jared had, it, Jared had it right there at eight. I was there with you. Me, I had it at four too. There's no reason for it to be. It's kind of just like a middle of the line movie for me. I, this one and the next one you're going to call me out on as well. Um, these are kind of the ones that I just see once to understand the next parts and I don't really watch them over and over again. So they kind of just sit in the middle for me. There's really no reason for it to be lower or higher to be honest yeah i'm i'm gonna be with eldel here so i think the reason i have it so low and i guess you could kind of say low would i have it at seven you had eight eight um the only reason i had that is because this is the whole like captain america versus iron man sort of thing there's no villain and i kind of i kind of like that the way that whatever his name is the bad guy in this Zemo. Zeno. He can kind of, he turned it to where they're fighting against each other. But at the same time, like 
there's a cool battle scene with everybody fighting against each other, but they're all the heroes. Like I, I know their superpowers. I know that nobody's going to die in the scene. Nobody's going to get hurt. Like, I don't know. I just, overall, I would like to see a villain more than just them facing off against one another. So it was good. Believe me, it was a great movie. I, again, I, I, I did like the Zeno part where he was able to kind of flip it around, but at the same time, the climax of the movie was Captain America versus Iron Man. I I know they're both baller. Like they're not gonna die. They're not gonna. I don't know. That's definitely me. not a feel good movie. No. But no. me having a number four, so I know what Jared's saying on all of these. But being the little nerd that I am, so in the Civil War comic, Captain America does die. So it's one of those ones that like I was I swore up and down. I'm like, this dude's dead. He's dead. So in the comic, uh, Agent Carter actually kind of betrays him. And then you get shots on he gets shot on like the doorstep. But that's also the same comic where Spider-Man like takes off his mask. He's like, I'm Peter Parker. Um, I, I love this because there's a very real there's a realness to it with like a human struggle, not so much like them being superheroes. I think that they played off a little more on the whole that Bucky didn't do it kind of thing. Motivation. That wasn't my favorite, which is why it's not even higher on the list for me. Um, I just, I honestly think this is, this was my third most anticipated movie where I was like, I cannot wait for this to happen behind infinity war and Endgame, which we will get to. Um, I just, I, I love it. I think, that Zemo being kind of like a little bit of a puppet master is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I love the whole shock factor that Bucky killed his parents. I like the consistent flashback where you get a little more and more information each time. I think that's really awesome. Uh, my favorite line is when they're talking about it and they're all sitting around about like, should they sign? Should they not sign? And Cap talks about like agendas because like it, it get it's a very political movie, so it's like very adulterated. So if you guys think the comic book movies are just for like teenagers and kids, like go watch Captain America: Civil War because the whole line where he's talking about how Cap says no, but it's run by agen- people with agendas and agendas change. Like as a libertarian, like you just like like that like would like blow your mind because it's like one of those things. It's like oh crap, Cap's right. Like the government wants to like monitor you if you have an ability and then tell you what you can and can't do just because you were born with this ability rather than you just having the freedom of everybody else which i think is really cool um and then you know you get the whole like thing with him and iron man where iron man's like yes but like that's good because you know when i found out what my weapons were doing uh where they were in the hands of the wrong people like i stopped manufacturing cap goes yeah that was your right to choose like you chose to do that kind of deal so there's a lot of like underlying things which i think is really really awesome um it it feels like avengers 2.5 two and a half but third the third best avengers movie yeah there you go but it is a it is a Captain America movie in the end and you still get those themes with stuff like that. So I think it's fantastic. You, the listeners also had it at number four, but moving on to number three, Thor Ragnarok. You're going to yell at me. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to yell, but don't feel bad if you're listening to this and you want to just never listen to the girls podcast again, because Lauren, we're just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
everyone listen. It's a fantastic podcast. But Lauren had Thor Ragnarok ranked at number 14. The hell? Why? Why? Just one of those you watch. Just one of those I saw it once. And I don't know. There were others that I would rewatch over it. And I get that this one is very emotionally involved for all of you. Uh, but for me, it's just not at the top. And I don't under, I, I mean, I don't know how it got to 14 I, in my, what I, what would I rather watch more? It just, it didn't hit its strong points. I have mm. no, Which it's makes a good no, movie. It's a great movie. But it makes no sense because you love the comedic effect. Yeah, that's, I, that was my thought. Funniest. It seems like she would love it with like Jeff Goldblum. Right. And I am a huge Jeff Goldblum fan. Yeah, love him. Um, Real life, Jeff Goldblum. Check it out on D, uh, Disney Plus. Love him so much. Anyway, yeah. Hunter had it. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it was just there. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I don't know when the last time I watched it was. All right. She's going to rewatch it. We'll give you a little recap next week. Uh, (laughs) Hunter had it at number one. That's right, sir. (laughs) Wow. That's right. It's the best, the best MCU movie out there. (laughs) So, so Jeff Goldblum is a national treasure uh, cast perfectly for his role. Um, The, the, just the whole setting, the sets, everything feels original to it. It does It does feel a little bit derivative of like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll give you that. But I think it takes the best parts of it and makes its own thing. Um, I'm a big Taika Waititi fan. So I think what he did with it in terms of adding a new level of creativity to the movie was awesome. And uh, what's his name? Korg? Korg? Korg. Love oh, that guy. He's a top character. He's, he's funny. He's he he's played fantastic. by White Tiger Watuni. He was. He was. But yeah, I, I think just the comedy, the balance of comedy, it is a little heavy on the comedy side, but I mean, there are some pretty huge stakes when you think about it with Asgard being utterly destroyed. Spoiler alert. Guys, like, I feel like I need to rewatch it like right now. <laughs> you, sh- you should. I think it's one of the ones that you have to watch uh, before Infinity War. It picks up as Infinity War begins. Oh yeah, yeah. So definitely, it's the if you're watching Infinity War and you haven't seen Ragnarok, you gotta you gotta watch it. It sets it up perfectly. But yeah, my top my top movie for sure. Okay, it's definitely a good one. Uh, you the listeners have that at number five. Coming in at number two, we have Avengers: Infinity War. Mel had it highest at number one, along with a couple others. Uh, Jared had it the lowest at five. I'm a little more interested to see why Jared has it so low. Um, this one was tough for me. It is a great movie. What did I have it at four? No, you had it at five. Or five. So it's still a great movie. Again, you get the Avengers together. It's it's fun. But um, I think the only reason I had Infinity War where it's at is just because the final scene where Again, whatever planet it was where Spider-Man, Iron Man, Star-Lord, all of them are on one planet and they're all fighting again on um, in Wakanda. Like, that part is really cool. I love the, the fight scene. I love all that stuff. Star-Lord, this is the movie. Star-Lord pisses me off and I hate Star-Lord. I don't like Star-Lord because of this movie. Because of this movie. I love Drax. I love Rocket. I love Adult Group. I don't like Baby Groot. I don't think he's that cute. I really don't. But anyways. Anyways. 
I think some of the uh, the stones were too easy to get at points when it came. Like, I wish I would have seen a little bit Did more. Did you watch Endgame? Gosh. Mm. I know. Wait, what? Like... Anyways, moving on. Yeah, Endgame was number one for me. No, no, I'm talking about in terms of how easy it is to get the stones. Oh, but... well, mm. believe me. No, uh, yeah, I get it. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I I just don't. What did I have above it? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I had Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Guardians I had above it. So, again, the, I don't know. I just, Infinity War was okay. I Again, the ending was kind of cool because it didn't end the way you're used to. It didn't mm-hmm. end when the good guys win. Like, you're just like, what the hell just happened? This is it? Like, this is, okay. It is, this is, it is really the cool number, thing. yeah, it is the number one ending for an MCU movie. And on my list, it's, I think that awesome. it pulled on the heartstrings. It gave you something that you, it wasn't a crowd pleaser. I don't take it away from Infinity War that they just completely undid it and everything. I take that away from the next movie. That's why I had Infinity War ranked above the next movie we're going to talk about. But mm. yeah, I, I love Infinity War. No, yeah. I, so, again, I, it's not bad. I, a four is a great spot for me. I, again, I think it is a great movie. Um, but, Again, there are just maybe a couple parts that I'm just like, really, that's that's all we got out of this. Um, especially near the beginning. I think the end is fantastic. It's just the beginning of the movie. They seemed a little rushed to like, okay, he got a stone. Okay, he got a stone. And boom, done. I mean, think about um, how quick they got it in game. But anyway, I know Mel had a point. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Mine is just a stupid little comment. But what is with them and the blonde eyebrows? Because Natasha's eyebrows in the first movie oh, were absolutely gosh. insane. They're awful. They, they were non-existent. Why? Were, why? Who decided that? It drove me insane. Well, that would be that, the Russo that's just a, You guys already covered everything else. But that was just something. It was an that, Easter egg to Thor. There you go. Really? It must have been. Yeah, there you go. a joke? I don't know. But, like, was I the only one that, like, every time I saw her, I was like, I just want to fill in her eyebrows. Like, No, I get go? you there, 100%. I'll be honest, I didn't know that. I was too busy uh, paying attention to the plot of the movie. Look, y'all already <laughs> covered the plot. so I It was go- distracting. That's fair. To no, speak to Mel, point. in no, the trailer for point. Infinity War, I was like, I had a double take. I was like, whoa, what? Yeah, like, Infinity War had the absolute best trailers. I don't think I've ever been, like, I love Endgame. Mm-hmm. And you know we'll get to it. This one was really hard for me. Like you couldn't like the guys. Like I told them I was like you know what like I had Infinity War and then I had Endgame as my number one. Just could not make up my mind because there's so many things I like about both and there's only a couple things I dislike about both. I think my big highlights. I loved that Thanos won. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um. I loved seeing Thor that powerful because of how powerful of a character he actually is. I think it was really awesome to see him with Stormbreaker. I love that Groot did that. I love the Guardians in it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Didn't care for the whole Star-Lord messing the thing up kind of deal. I didn't like that he dusted away. I think he could have had a really, really cool uh, thing in Endgame with the banner and then him kind of like, Stark and uh, uh, Star Lord kind of bantering about like, like him blaming him for what happened kind of deal. I think that could have been really really cool. Kind of like a redemption arc for a little him. bit. I I yeah. Um, I didn't like how they treated some of the Guardians in Infinity War. Uh, in the sense of like, I don't understand why James Gunn would have. Star-Lord know what altruism means in volume two, but not understand what plucky means in Infinity War. 
that's its own thing. I think the Russo brothers do kind of find a butt of all jokes. They use Star-Lord in Infinity War, and we will get to what Endgame uses. Uh, poor baby, poor. yes. Yes, but anyway, so those are, that's my only complaint with that. Anyway, moving on, or excuse me, uh, Infinity War was also the number two listeners. Number one, it's the listeners number one. It's our number one. Easy. It's the one Easy. to wrap it all up. The Easter egg of all Easter eggs. Easy. The godfather of all godfathers the movie of all movies with some of the greatest cinematic like pieces of any cinematic masterpiece of all time it is avengers endgame 23 movie or excuse me well i guess 22 movies in the making 10 years just an absolute masterpiece literally the lowest person on the podcast was hunter who had it ranked at number four that tells you how great of a movie this wow. is what the hell so many of us had it <laughs> one or one like i just i want to know like literally Lucky you had it at four so hunter had it at four aj had it at one mitch had it at one jared had it at one Corey had it at one mel had it at two i had it at one lauren had it at three hunter why are there three movies ahead of I just hammer? hey I'll, I'll keep it short but I just I don't like how they just Infinity War was one of my favorites they just completely took the stakes and just said yeah we're just going to un- undo all of that I just didn't like it I feel like Wait, they could have all battled Thanos and won and nobody would have come back and it still would have had the same effect and mm-hmm. it obviously wouldn't be good for you know PR and future movies and such but yeah, yeah terrible and it's just <laughs> captain marvel coming in as the as just the the gimmick to destroy everything at the end i just feel like they took some shortcuts they built up to this thing the cinematic qualities the effects everything top notch but just the way it was executed i just left the movie kind of being like i feel like it could have been better so you would have preferred that they didn't bring them back yep absolutely not Yep. Yeah. Absolutely not. Snap, case, they I think it's, it's hard because at Keep the, the at Infinity War, it ended with, okay, of whatever, a quarter of the Avengers are on one planet. Where they, like, to see them all together, like, this is it, that got me. Like, the portal scene, I can, like, I'm not going to lie. I went running today, my last lap, throw on <laughs> Avengers, throw on portals, dude. You'll you will sprint faster than you've ever sprinted. I agree. At the one part, like there is something about that scene, I get goosebumps every time because they're able to incorporate. There are so many of the little scenes in that final battle where, okay, Star Lord and Gamora are together again. Like mm-hmm. you know, like she comes in and saves them. There's I don't know why because I'm not like a diehard Iron Man fan, but when Iron Man and Pepper are like fighting in the air and they're back to back like shooting. Like I get goosebumps and I get like, I get teary eyed at this because this, these are the parts where you've watched 22 different movies or 21 different movies where you're so invested in these. And this is finally that part where everybody's together. This is it all out. Like there's something about it. I get goosebumps every single time. And the whole movie is good. It's not just that final scene. Um, I do think it's so weird at the beginning when they just go and they get Thanos and all of a sudden Thor just chops his head off and you're like, what, (laughs) what just happened? Like, this is it. Um, But the end scene, I think that alone, hands down, number one, like 
I don't know how you can rank it outside of your number one. I really don't. You know, to to Hunter's argument, I mean, I'll, I'll go along with that a little bit. I do think it's a the whole. I knew it was coming. I knew the time travel, the whole thing there was coming, and they were going to do it. I didn't really know the extent that it was going to be this whole movie where you just pretty much rewrote everything. And, you know, but I do see you had to bring these people back because obviously you're going to have this whole Spider-Man, you know, future. You're going to have this whole Black Panther future and all this stuff. So you knew those guys were coming back. Um, Do I kind of, obviously they're in ways, do I wish they wouldn't? Sure. Uh, Just for the sake of the movies themselves. But and then, you know, Jared, yeah, I'm with you there where, you know, they're chopping Thor's head off. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but that's the Thor that I really wanted them to fight at the end. I know they go back, and they fight, you know, in the past Thor. I mean, sorry, um, Thanos, in the past yeah. Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing where that kind of like really bugged me there. Because I'm like, yeah. yeah, but now we're just kind of fighting this guy who, and you hear when he's fighting Scarlet, he's like, I don't even know who you are. And, it's, and then right there, I'm kind of like, well, damn, that just takes a lot out of yeah. the you know, relationship there. Um, but, it's, you know, obviously there's there's a lot of things that you can nitpick this film and, you know, for the length of it, I think they definitely, everything gets answered, everything comes full circle and whatnot, but then you start, you start to think, you know, especially that scene with it, you know, they know they lost Natasha, but then again, you can go back and bring Gamora back from the past, but obviously why can't we go back years later and, you know, get some pin particles and go find Natasha, I, I, there's, there's, uh, and then whole, the caps created caps, a lot of plot holes, right? Yeah. Caps, caps ending and stuff. Uh, at the end, there, there's so many different uh, mind twisters in that alone, right yeah. there. Um, but if you just watch it, it is a feel good from start to finish, and uh, you can't wrap it up any better way than than they did. I was gonna say you're gonna you're gonna nitpick any final sure. movie. I think. You know, when you think like the Star Wars movies, like, I mean, you're going to nitpick because you just want everything so perfect. But at the same time, Endgame is kind of a weird movie to have. Like, it's number one, but guess what? Like, a majority of the movie, minus the last 20 minutes, you don't see a lot of the Avengers. It's it's a group, a handful of Avengers, like the whole movie. I um, so it's that part's kind of tough, but it's yeah, not as ahead. much of a crowd pleaser as Rise of Skywalker was. But I definitely kind of got those vibes of them taking shortcuts to kind. Yeah, I would say it's more of a crowd. And that's with any final movie, though. I think it's it's damn near impossible to please everybody, make everybody happy. You're gonna hit every single. Mm-hmm. This was your way to bring everybody back you're going to get the feels and get it worked for me. Like I I'm telling you, I get goosebumps. I could watch that movie six times in one day and I'll always get goosebumps in portals. Like watch it last night. Yeah. There was a point in this movie. I don't remember where it was. And I started crying and I didn't stop crying for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It pulled Thanks. every emotion so that I didn't even attachments. I didn't even realize I had to this series or this universe know, almost. Universe. Yeah that all of a sudden I just was overwhelmed with emotion and yeah. cried for the entire second half of the movie. It felt like. And yeah. what a perfect way to, I think the, the, from the very beginning, the whole Hawkeye scene when his family disappears, like that's powerful. just like, Holy crap. Like that is powerful. And at the very end, like Captain America shit, he goes back and guess what? Like he decides to take his whole life away and he's going to go spend his life with Peggy. And Mm -hmm. there you go. Like pass the torch to Falcon, which 
you know my thoughts on Falcon, but but anyways, like it's it's very emotional, like from beginning to end. Sure. Like there are emotional parts that you're mm-hmm. so tied into, and it's just like what the heck. So I don't. I again, I Hunter, I can get it, but at the same time, way too many emotional parts for me. Where there you go, Mel. What do you got? Okay, I have I have one one big problem with this movie, and it's uh, our buddy Thor. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I'm glad. Okay, it was on my, my wrap-up points. I know. I figured Andrew would have a point about this. I just had to bring it up because I don't like what they did to him. It was, for Thor. It was their oh, cop out. Yeah. It was their cop out. Oh no, he was though. With Stormbreaker, oh, he just got like just to the point of being powerful enough to take Thanos down. So they're like, shoot. We gotta, we gotta bring him down. We gotta make him gotta bring him down go or something. God forbid he's just amazing. You know, we just gotta make him the butt of every joke for the rest of the film. Like, all Keep right. Keep it as like a slight little, like half the movie, let him have like a little workout montage. Mm-hmm. Be done yeah. Like, go for it. Rocky. I, I swear if, if, if Fat Thor is in Thor loving he Thunder, won't I mean, be. he'll be back, Jack. I, I, was, I was really hoping when, you know, Iron Man said, you know, I don't care. And then you know Thor was like you know I'm glad we're all on the same page and he summoned the thunder and all he I was kind of hoping I was gonna hoping that was like this uh, like, you know shit at all That's power amazing. power like lightning metabolism drop off of him and he was just gonna be back to jacked and yeah. maybe that long hair again but that would have been sweet yeah. but no, we just yeah. got fat Thor and you know but I kind of like, like it because I I do agree that was that was a little cheesy but for end but at game, the same though, time you know? it was for Endgame I get it. And that was the like the comedic side they tried to bring, but at the same time, like that was the first time he's really like been truly like defeated. Like you saw the Hulk. Remember when the Hulk freaking lost to mm-hmm. that was it Thanos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, how and he devastated kind of he was! Like he couldn't go back to his usual self. But like, now yeah. there's a difference though, because like, and a lot of people who are a little bit curvier did have this problem where they're like, "Why is being fat a joke now?" Because it's almost like they play too much off of, "Oh, you're fat, buddy. Like, what are you doing, Tubby?" And it was just Jeez like, whiz. I mean, okay, like we get okay. It. You know, I get okay. that people like, are oversensitive. Like I understand, but that, it's just like it. It got old. It just got okay. old. It got old because of the fact that, like, he's a superhero, he's got a thunder, all that good stuff. Like, didn't need to be fat the entire movie. That's one nitpick. The only other nitpick is yes, you could have gone back and just picked up Natasha right before you would have messed up another timeline. So, I get why they didn't. Like, they actually covered that plot hole. The only thing I didn't cover of plot holes with the whole time travel thing was when they made Ant Man young, like a baby and stuff, and like made him old and like passed time through him. They literally could have done that with Cap. Like, mm-hmm. Hulk invented immortality inadvertently. Like he didn't mean to in, oh. like, make it, but he like made immortality. Anyway, those are the only two. Can like, you real quick? This is a real quick question, and this might be a stupid question, but I've already made myself stupid a couple times today. You're fine. Gamora comes back. What about right? Her? Yes. What she about died it? from the stone. It's a different Gamora. Yes, it's a different. It's, it's, it's past Gamora. Okay, it's but why can't we get a different? I mean, they I don't know if they had, know if they had the, well, the pin particles is, to go back and get her. Well, you know, they, they did because Hank's back. The only thing that they could have done mm. is actually that just revoked my whole plot point about like messing up a timeline because they already jacked up that timeline by. They just jacked up all those timelines. So the that's new what I'm saying. Gamora so that's the with 2014 timeline. Completely new Gamora. It's the Gamora that he would have met in yes. Guardians in 1. Guardians so 1. Why, yeah. I guess why couldn't they the, come back? 
Um, it's confusing. It's, I would have done a whole thing where I didn't kill Stone. And the other thing is, too, Loki is now alive again mm-hmm. because of the because other of timeline as well. Messed, whole, yeah, they messed up that whole thing. Honestly, what they should have done, crap. if they wanted it absolutely perfect, instead of that, have all the souls in the soul stone and then they get them out of the soul stone rather than the time travel thing. A whole other <sighs> thing. They did the best they could, but I will say this. I think of all movies that like wrapped up something i think this or harry potter because it followed books but like on its own like creative like thing was the least controversial sure it made a couple plot holes it ended some people's stories very well with iron man got rid of some contracts you know from the logistics side of things probably could have ended cap story a little bit better i'd have preferred him to actually die because the whole thing with cap is like no i'm not kidding like the whole thing that they do is lead up cap will give the ultimate sacrifice this that, and the other and then at the very end he's like nah, i'm gonna go back you had one more thing Corey. And then no i was gonna say real quick for that cap and iron man uh debate right there remember who it was when everybody else just got destroyed Cap tightened up that shield oh, one last time. Yeah, dude, he stood yeah. across from Thanos. Oh, now you're army. fighting for Captain already in this boat. Oh, oh my look, God. I love Captain. I'm saying I'm, Cap, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm saying Cap too. I endorse. Dude. I endorse Captain America. You hear it Me too, right here. Uh, before the portal scene happened, it was Cap that was literally going to go toe to toe by himself with Thanos's entire army. And Let you me, gotta respect it. It's a whole Jon Snow Game of Thrones thing <laughs> in the Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> Let me let me just throw it in there. I would have been an Infinity War guy. I would have been okay if they would have just made Cap, Iron Man, Natasha, all those old Avengers mm-hmm. disappear in the snap. And then just leave it at that. Jeez, Endgame doesn't no. exist. And then roll into the next phase. No. I think Where they kill Thanos? No. With no. them. With them. No. And, and take away the time travel. The time. Time travel movie. Yeah, because then the, the, the very end, what was the point of having that, all no, this? No, no, but if that would have felt it, empty. Time travel now exists in every Marvel movie that comes out from now on. That yeah. level of like meta now exists. So what, ruined, it ruins Back to the Future for me. I mean, <laughs> what's going to happen? We'll just see. Terminator, we'll just Back to the Future. Oh, all right. terrible idea. All right, all right, all right. I'm all right, taking Jared. over. I'm taking it over. That's our official list, people. That is it. Obviously, you can tell we spent a lot of time on a lot of these movies, probably some more time than we should have on certain ones, but that's how great the whole MCU is. It gets people talking. It'll get you and your family talking. Your kids are going to be like, Dad, no. Ant-Man's dumb. Or you're going to be Ant-Man's dumb. But it's one of those things that's really awesome. However, I do have to throw these in because Hunter put in the dang work. So... Some interesting ports from Hunter Hagen. We have the most agreed upon movie. The movie ranking for Incredible Hulk is 23rd with a standard deviation of 1.8. I am reading these <laughs> verbatim. Yeah, oh yeah. The least agreed on movie upon movie is Captain Marvel in 16th place, which is what mine was, with a standard deviation of 6.3. He did combine, for those of you that are wondering why it's different on our, like the list I gave you guys versus what I just said there, is he combined our list and the listener's list. Uh, It has a standard deviation of 6.3. 12 different movies were given a first place ranking, uh, Endgame with 10, Thor Ragnarok with 2, Guardians Volume 2 with 2, interesting. Infinity War with 1, I'm guessing that was Hunter's. Uh, oh, yeah. Cap, well, no, Cap, no, no, no. No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Far From Home. It was 
Mel. Mel. Yeah. Yes. yes or sorry. Ragnarok. I mean, yeah. Yes. Uh, Mel with one. Captain America Civil War with one. Guardians of the Galaxy with one. Captain America Winter Soldier. Captain America the First Avenger. Spider-Man Homecoming. Black Panther. Iron Man. Iron. Okay. All right. Was, I don't know. Yeah. Who, I don't know. What I, don't, I don't know who put Iron Man 3. I love all of you listeners, but what? I don't uh, love that listener. <laughs> that person leaves during end credits. Yeah. <laughs> Probably true. All right. Seven different movies were given the 23rd place ranking. So last place, Incredible Hulk with nine, which was both of ours and the listeners. Thor the Dark World with four. Uh, Captain Marvel three. Ant-Man and the Wasp with two. Doctor Strange with two. And Thor with one. That mm. one Thor is mine because I think it is the worst. Oh, stop it. I agree. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Anyway. Honestly, we just want to thank all of you guys for bearing with us. This was a very long episode. Thank you to Corey for dealing with all of us and our talking points and whatnot. But to include today's episode, we want to thank you with all of this wonderful stuff and give one last shout out to our last sponsor. That's Kingdom Strollers. The strollers are personally delivered to make sure you have the best experience with your little ones on your next Disney vacation. Make sure you check out their website at kingdomstrollers.com or give them a ring at 407-271-5301 and make sure to mention them, mention the podcast. They love hearing from our listeners. Last but certainly not least, I want to thank all of you for being an amazing and supportive group of listeners that we enjoy interacting with, talking to, and building these amazing relationships with wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't for y'all thank you for listening love you remember ladies and gentlemen this is not goodbye see you real soon please be safe talk to you all later and have a magical week and i'm gonna finish it with jared's jared's famous infamous line ta-ta for now what in the hell is a standard deviation you don't know what standard deviation means